You're tuned to Old Jock Radio. Here's Les. Good evening and welcome to... I can't believe I'm doing this. Old Jock Radio, the first uh, show of the new year post-apocalypse. 9-11. <laughs> it feels dead quiet. Is it dead quiet? I don't know, is it? I don't know. Everyone feels really quiet in the studio. Tell, tell us tell us if uh, your the signal's fine. That's better. You're stunned up a bit. I like to hear my voice coming back. You're here with me, Sir Leslie Bell of Lothian Town. <laughs> coming from the wicked streets of Gorgie. And I did notice this morning a high ratio of glass to pavement <laughs> outside my front door. Did you notice that? Negative. It was dark when I arrived. All right. Uh, we're in with Steve... The Munson Man. Do you know the Munson Man? Good evening. He lives down Drury Lane. Steve's with us tonight to... Uh, to uh, what are you here for? Because uh, I've got nothing else to do. It's sad. The life of an ex-pop star. Yeah. Uh, no uh, no disco tonight. <laughs> yeah, you have been disco DJing. Yeah, I've been doing the mobile disco again. I had to teach you a few tricks. Yeah. A few through the crowd, crowd pleasers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've lost the, I've lost the touch. You've lost touch with the common man. Yeah, same I, thing uh, happened with Led Zeppelin. Yeah, I did. I never really banked on people r- actually wanting to hear the full Monty soundtrack. I can't. Under- but well, it's true. I'll just put you in the picture here. Steve did the disco last week for his mum's party, mm-hmm. and uh, I went along, which is why there was no old jock radio show on that night, and. Uh, you you cleared that floor. <laughs> yeah, ra- many times rapidly. Uh, by playing, what was it you were playing that everyone hated? Um, good music. <laughs> it's a crime, isn't it? <laughs> to play good music these days. Ah, uh, yeah. But see, I'm, and I, like I said to you on the night, think of them, not yourself. And you said you just couldn't do that. No, I can't. Because I don't DJ for other people. I right. DJ for me kind of thing. Right. See, that's, that's always going to fail. <laughs> No, uh, it's not. It no, always works, but yeah. it fails in a w- in a sort of uh, 67-year-old p- wedding party. 67-year-old? My mum was 60 that day. Well, I know, she was looking good. But there was a lot of Your older, listens to this show. older people. You know that? Yeah, I know. I know she does, yeah. And that's why, she, I mean, she she sort <coughs> of... It was I, What was ironic about it was I just went through and I took, I took loads and loads of 60s music because you just always imagine that that's what you're... Either of your parents is going to want to hear, but it, but it isn't. My mum was at the side of the dance floor whinging all night because we weren't playing uh, nerd. nerd. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. She knows what she likes. There's uh, not many people could say that sixty-year-old mum's doing that. It's quite good actually. It's like the Osbournes. Mm. But yeah, your mum said that she tunes into the show now and again. Yeah, yeah, which uh, frightened me. Me too, because I swear a lot on this show. Uh, not tonight, though. Well, I probably will. We've done we've done a lot to bring the whole swearing thing down. I haven't. Well, I have. That's my trademark. <laughs> fucking cunt. Uh, yeah. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> You've kicked it off already. <laughs> Let's just start. Give you a running start. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the whole swearing thing is... Uh, so, let, who's out there? Uh, who's listening? Uh, mm. uh, Phil... Apparently is listening. Who's uh, Phil Jupiter? <laughs> Phil Mason, in fact. Oh, really? Is his name? Perhaps a distant, no, D- distant blood brother. Uh, and uh, he's going to be filming himself being run over. Yeah, 
And Wait, run over on in a like a, a built up area or a motorway <laughs> or <laughs> I think someone's gonna drive a Land Rover at him. Oh right, because you can do that. Or you got you just got to remember to deflate the tires. What? And go really, really slowly. How, how do you mean? You can, uh, you know, a Land Rover or something like that. You can, you can have it run over you, but it has to go really, really slowly, and you have to deflate the, the tires considerably. Oh, I, oh God! Maybe I've got the whole thing wrong because I imagine it's going to go. All right. And hit him in the body. I doubt. I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe that's what's going to happen, but I doubt it. And maybe he's just going for the old, uh, you know, the old uh, first Earth Battalion trick. <laughs> what's, what's that? Where you feel no pain? Yeah, and you can. That's how that really. You know, the guy Mike Achanis, that real loony guy that was, that was sort of crazy. Uh, what's he on about? Evidently, chicken town. I was at Fuzes from. Oh, this is, this is from the guy who's going to be run over. Ah. He says he was at final tour gig and Steve DJ'd Evidently Chicken Time by John Cooper Clark. I was mm. most impressed. That's a great track, though, isn't it? Yeah. Produced well, by Martin Hannett. Yeah. The well, man's a genius. Where'd you hear it first? This fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually hear that one first, but other ones, the other one I heard, the one Beasley Street. Oh. I'd never heard that before. Far from crazy pavements, because this is actually very much like... But Beasley. anyway, the guy Mike Chanis. Who, the First Earth Battalion guy. Uh, maybe you better give some background to this. Well, I've just finished reading the, the Goats, the, the Men Who Stare at Goats book. Right. By and the guy by John Ronson. Right, yeah. And uh, he was on about this guy, Micah Chanis, who, uh, who was this really crazy tweaked Vietnam vet who took on some of the principles of the uh, First Earth Battalion thing and he could, like, kill someone by poking them, like, you know, in the bum or whatever it was. So he says. And this guy performed this trick many times where the, the Land Rover would drive over him. Oh, right, yeah. But one time, the the way he died was that... Um, Run over his head. No, it was... They forgot to deflate the tires and, and the guy went too fast. He just like he just said, well, I can do this, just lie down. And he didn't give the guy who was driving the truck any, like, hints or tips about how to do it. Probably mm. so the guy just fucking zoomed right over him and killed him. It's pathetic. It's a it? bit like uh, Houdini. How did Houdini die? Uh, punched in the stomach. Oh yeah, by Would Muhammad you? Ali. <laughs> <laughs> by Rick Waller. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. He used to do this trick where yeah. he would say, "Punch me as hard as you can," and he would prepare himself. Right. Yeah. And and one uh, maybe the listeners will correct me, but one night uh, a fan came backstage, just hoofed him, and just and he was Houdini was getting out of the, out of the chair to say hi. Yeah. And the guy just went to do it to him to see if he could oh. fucking killed him. Really? Yeah. Does that guy go to jail then for murder? I've no idea. A magic accident. Yeah. When you think of all the things he's been through. <laughs> Joanne says, "Have I been backcombing my hair tonight?" So I forget about the fucking webcam, and I look, I look a shocking sight. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I've got that whole Beethoven thing going on. Happy New Year, Joanne. Hope you have a successful and influential year. Where the hell did that come from? It's all going dead official here. Uh, yeah, we're using webcam technology. Uh, you can get to the webcam by going to www.ochuckradio.com and in the listening or tonight's show or something it's got address for the webcam if you really want to see the bleakness 
<laughs> of Gorgi. <laughs> of Gorgi, and it's uh, oh, you can see the Christmas. I know how you've taken the sh- the shrine down. I've sort of moved the shrine. To yeah, the mirror. that shrine was an accident. I put my Christmas lights up and I put them round my painting of Joe Strummer. A huge painting of Joe Strummer. It's not huge. Come on. It's, it's a fine piece of work. It is a fine piece of work, but it's very uh, messianic. <laughs> well, you've been listening to those tapes in your sleep. Yeah. 50 ways to a better vocabulary. Yeah, <coughs> <coughs> yeah so um, but I, those Christmas lights, I'm going to keep them up. Really? Forever, because they cheer me up. Trouble is, what will happen is what happened to mine was one bulb goes and they all go off and then you never fucking find which one it's was gone. I went through mine the other day and couldn't find it. Well, if that happens, uh, that happens. Uh, Phil says, uh, at a different final tour gig, this guy elbowed his way between me and my friend. I was annoyed at first, but Steve threw him a tambourine. I asked him who he was and it was Nitch. Mm-hmm. But for a week afterwards, I thought he was called Mitch. That's a great story. Well told. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Nitch. Uh, Who's yeah, Nitch? That then? was um, you know who Nitch is. I know for the benefit <laughs> of oh, for, the, for the listeners. <laughs> you know, we're talking right. about people; they don't know who they are. I All know right, who sorry. he is. Nitch um, is a guy that worked for the Beatty Band from the very, very beginning. Uh, he was uh, he was our first roadie at the first gig, but he didn't really do a lot of roading for us after that. He did. Uh, he did a lot of visuals for us, and he did the merch for a while, and all kinds of things. But basically, he's just worked f- for us and been with us the whole time. And uh, he wasn't actually working at that gig; he was a he was a punter enjoying the gig. Except but obviously, we put him on the list because he didn't have to pay. <laughs> he was on the list. Yeah. The very last gig. He was on the paying guest list. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, no, not the very last gig, but he did come up to that as well. But. Um, yeah. Uh, just the the one at Shepherd's Bush because yeah. I was playing the congas and I suddenly looked up and I thought fucking hell there's Nitch and it was suddenly really caught me off guard out of all these thousands of people suddenly there's someone, someone that you, you know, know really really well about three feet from yeah. me it's quite strange but um, I'm glad he was there and you threw him a tambourine you just let off yeah I threw him a tambourine and he caught it as well which was pretty good considering that he was also carrying a can of red stripe in each hand as well <laughs> well did he catch it in his fucking teeth he caught it in his uh his, I don't know, eye, eyebrows. I see Dunk LeChunk has just signed in. Dunk, I want to know when my mix, my Old Jock Radio mix is going up on your website. Because I'd like to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, enough of this, let's have some music. <laughs> this, this one, one will educate, educate inform, 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 and inspire. inspire. Sounds from the Ethiopian Empire. I just said, Sound across the Rootsman Redemption, come a higher man. Rootsman Redemption, come a higher man. I just said, Rootsman Redemption. And so we stepping out of Babylon in a Jajala. Redemption, come and not teach it that it's a roots man redemption. 
I'm sorry. I just had to be played one more fucking time. Yeah, I hope she's not dead, eh? <laughs> if she is, it's nothing to do with me. Wee Jimmy Cranky. But in the grander scale of things, mm-hmm. the death of a Cranky, or a Ranky, in fact, as they're now known. The Rankies. Because <laughs> we're, we're going out on tour next year in our own panto. <laughs> really? After the success of the Old Jock Radio panto. Was it a success? I have no idea. I don't know. I played it. I thought it was very funny. But, uh, you know, you can never really tell, you know, if you're... When no one's listening. It's <laughs> hard to catch public opinion. It is. Uh, so, how was everyone's new year? How was yours? Mine was alright, yeah. What did Quite you do? Quite good. Uh, went around to John's and uh, he cooked his own haggis and then we got leathered and uh, danced around in his living room. Success then? Yeah, it was good, yeah. I can't remember what Pretty I did. Pretty quiet, yeah. I watched the fireworks and that was... I don't really like New Year, you know. I hate to be a bar humbug, but it's just not my fucking scene. Too mm. much. Too much. Uh, I just stopped thinking about it. I think I did, I used to stay in and not do anything at all. But about two or three years ago, I just stopped thinking about it and just went out. Too much forced fun mm. for me. I think the battery might be running out on this microphone. <laughs> Good. That means I'll be louder than you for a change. Well, it's all to do with how loud you speak, pal. <laughs> really. Uh, <coughs> Al says, oh, hello, Al. Did you know that the Crankies just released an autobiography? Now, if that fall wasn't staged for publicity, I'm the fucking Pope. You might have a point there. Your holiness. Mm. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> so it had to be a double autobiography. Why? Well, Jeanette Nick, and Ian. Nick Mason. <laughs> Nick Mason's Crankies biography. <laughs> uh, Dunk LeChunk says, my mix should be up there by the end of January. So you can all... You can all tune in. You can all. Can you, how do you? What do you do? I don't know. Do you tune in? Log on. Oh dear, he's asking about mine. I knew that I'd come up. How's Mister Mason's compilation coming? Uh, I'm a bit, just a bit busy at the moment. I don't. I can't really do it. What with all that tidying? Well, I'm trying to tidy up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of hoovering to be done. There's so many spiders in my house. It's ridiculous. Oh God! Listen, I you know, don't talk to me about spiders. You don't have any spiders here. Not in here. Not Where anymore. Why? What did you do? You released a thousand, a thousand, a thousand uh, snakes into the. <sighs> no, I just I'm like uh, the most terrified person of spiders that you could ever. Uh, so where I haven't ever seen a spider in here. Oh, I wouldn't allow it. But what do you do when you see them if you're scared of them? I just say get out. Yeah, but that doesn't work, does it? It does. They don't speak Scottish. <laughs> no, I've, I have had terrible experiences with spiders. What, and what, like what? Sexual you got experience. raped by a spider. <laughs> raped by a spider monkey crossbreed. Uh, Kelly is in. New is crap. Oh, she must be New Year. You end up waking the next morning thinking it's New Year and it's the same shit, just a different fecking day. New Year. Happy well, New Year. Well, it's up to you to change your year. The sampler's on the wrong side of me tonight. Yeah. It's just weird. Uh, well, I don't know. Did you make any New Year resolutions? She needs to get out there and change her life if she's not happy with it. <laughs> you, I, you know what you should do. Seriously. Jump you, out the window. Well, I, before that, you should become one of those life gurus. Yeah. What we're going to do... <laughs> We're going to write a life map down for you, Kelly, okay? <laughs> We're going to find out where you are and where you want to go. And where do you want to go when you're getting to where you want to go? We could do it together. 
a life map, Kelly. Just for you. Kelly, you're already a millionaire. The money just has not yet been deposited in your bank account. We're going to make you a million dollars, Kelly. We could do that. We could go on the circuit. Yeah, make Kelly. We could call it success now in a big star. Yeah, success at the drop of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> how, oh, man, how do people do that? Really easily. Because oh, folk go along and... You want to be a millionaire? You are already a millionaire. millionaire. Uh, the money just has not entered your bank account. Yes, I've, I've seen that. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Fucking unbelievable. Uh, yeah, Kelly, so we're going to get you a life map, honey. What's a life map? Is it a life map, Peter. <laughs> Leslie. <laughs> a life map is a map of your life. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Where are you going? Where do you want to go? And where do you want to end up? Uh, the answer to all three of those questions is right, right here. <laughs> uh, it's all downhill for me because uh, my life, probably much like yours, has peaked too early. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself there, pal. Yeah, I'm I, just biding my time and gathering strength again. I achieved greatness at an early age, so it, it leads to disappointment. What, in kicks? No, 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 in everything. Oh, before that? In everything. <laughs> When you got an A in geography, oh, that's when you peaked. That's, that's just peaked too early, man. I think that's bullshit. So I think you're just starting to peak now. <laughs> well, it's not going to get any better than this. No, I'm saying you're just starting to peak now. Oh, maybe. Therefore, you're on the incline. Yeah, I am a millionaire. The money has just not been What deposited. you need, Peter, is a life map. <laughs> uh, Phil says, my new year, I got leathered very early. Threw up at half nine in the evening, then started drinking again. Wow. What was you drinking? Petrol. Quite fucking possibly bleach. Went to a fancy dress party in a bowler hat and Lennon sunglasses. Drank too many cases of wine. I, I don't think know. We should talk about this book. We're yeah. going to read sto- some stories tonight from the ultimate book of strange but true stories. Oh dear. I, I think this is about it. Short ones. Yeah, short ones, yeah. But what, we, what you <laughs> Chapter should do is one. <clears throat> if somebody could email or MSN messaging a number between 12. Good idea. Between 12 and 301 then whatever page that is will read a short story from it. So but very short. Between a no, uh, messaging, messaging a number between 12 and 301 and whatever that number is. I'll tell we, should actually, we should actually pick someone to do it. Cause pick what? Pick someone to send it in. Right. Um, Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Kelly, the first day of your new life starts here, Kelly. We need from you a number between 12 and 301. Mm. And um, and you'll get a free life map. <laughs> uh, when I make an eccentric millionaire, I'll remember this and maybe buy you all a supper. As long as it's a king rib supper, I don't <laughs> mind it. <laughs> king rib suppers, yeah. Uh, Joanne, I spent New Year's on the roof of my apartment block, very American. Caught flu and fever, that's true. Joanne's been in bed for a week. Really? Uh, poor Rue got evicted from her house. Wow. How did that happen? Must have been some fucking party. Must have been some fucking party. Sub. F- is it the swearing quotient's already gone right through the fucking roof? Where are you going? Oh, how many did you bring? Uh, Rue, this is Rue here. Uh, evening, gentlemen. She says, Have you been evicted from your house? That's terrible. Let us know. Uh, I'd be insulted if you didn't open these Pringles. Uh, He's saying, okay, let's have some only ones. 
Yeah, okay, the, the the page picked was page 69 by Kelly. And I think that's some sort of sexual reference. So, okay, give us give us the story. What's this book called, by the way? The Ultimate Book of Strange But True Stories. Okay. Page 69, Rhinestone Raider. A 17-year-old country and western fan is facing the unusual criminal charge of attempting to rob a bank while dressed as a cowboy. After parking his pickup truck, which had the name Trigger painted on the side, out, sorry. After parking his pickup truck, which had the name Trigger pitted on the side, outside the bank, the boy marched up to the counter, pulled a six-gun from his holster belt and shouted, This is a stick-up. Far from having the desired effect, this reduced the bank staff to tears of laughter. The boy was heard to shout, Giddy up and yee as he drove away from the scene of his failed raid. That's for you, Kelly. I don't understand that. 
Did you understand that? Um, yeah. <sighs> that was really quick. You read that really fast. Did I? Yeah. I was like, oh, Did I? No. I don't know. Dunk the Chunk, page 164. Pick a pecker. <laughs> okay. The story's called Pick a pecker. Anyone who has doubts that boys will be boys need only look at the case of an eight-month-old boy called John who accidentally had his penis burned off during a routine operation on his foreskin. His parents worried about the effects this might have on him as he grew older, insisting that surgeons go back into the operating theatre and turn their boy into a girl. Oh, my God. They renamed the child Joan and raised him as a female. All went well until John, stroke Joan, reached his teenage years and began to question not only his sexual preferences... But, his, but also his actual sex. Suspecting that something was not right, he arrived unannounced at the John Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore and demanded to be examined. <coughs> Tests revealed what he had long suspected, that he was, in fact, a boy. He continues to receive male hormone treatments and, had his, and has had his penis rebuilt with oh the aid God. of modern technology. What kind of technology is that? Um, penis rebuilding technology. Do you remember the guy who got his knob cut off and thrown out the window? By his girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, what, Billy Bob Thornton, or what is it? <laughs> it wasn't Billy Bob Thornton. It was Billy Bob something, wasn't Billy it? Billy Bob something, yeah. And he went on to star in porn. That's right, yeah. How's that going to work? He had a new one grafted on. Yeah, he had a a big monster sewn on. Yeah, huge. But uh, apparently, did it not get trapped on the sole of his shoe or something as he went out to... G- <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> you fanny. <laughs> when he tripped over his own cock. I don't think so. Uh, God, speaking of porn, and I know where we're gonna, uh, I downloaded uh, John Leslie's home video this oh. week. <laughs> Who's he shagging? Uh, Abby Titmus. Who's that? I have no idea. Ugh. But it, it's not this morning, I can tell you. He's w- John Leslie's working the camera. And it's his voice going, what's happening now? What are you doing now? I'll be over there in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's horrible. I'll never have sex again. With me. Uh, It's interesting. Although it did take a full day and a half to download. To digest. (laughs) It's absolutely fucking horrible. Uh, Uh, Ruthie, who's been thrown out of her house, says thank God for someone else's life-saving Bob Bobbit. Billy Bobbit. Billy Bobbit was the guy who had his knob sliced off. Scissors, I believe. No. Yeah. Really? She cut it off with scissors. She must have been a quick worker. (coughs) He must have been drunk. I mean... So what did he do? Was he cheating on her or something? What did he do is... That warrants that kind of punishment. She might, maybe she was a psycho, or maybe he was a wanker. <sighs> well, his wanking days would be well and truly behind him. Believe me, the girl who cut off the penis and threw it out the window, his wife was Lorraine Bobbitt. Mm. <coughs> was it scissors? Be better if it was a rusty kitchen knife. Oh, rusty old bread knife, like my mum used to cut my hair with. <laughs> 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 do you know? I don't know. You probably won't remember this, but. In the seventies, there mm. was this thing came out, and it was a, it was a comb which had a razor blade in it. I 
was so painful. <laughs> it just, it, but it didn't cut your hair, it pulled it out. Ah, oh God! Ah, yeah. oh God! And everybody's mumbo because it's like, yeah. it'll save you a fortune yeah. and in hours hair. of time. In, yeah. a, in haircuts. And it basically just pulled your hair it, out. It did. It just pulled your fucking hair out yeah. by the roots. Mm. It was one of the most painful fucking things. I can still see it as beige. Yeah. A little beige thing. And was I had it? sort of slats along the side yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, it was horrible. That really is. I don't know if anyone out there. What were they called? And you never see know. them. Imagine if you went to the bar. Yeah. Was it? So not making shades, is it? You went to the barber and he's like, Jesus Christ! I go to the barber along the road in Gorgie, and he's really, really. Yeah, you stop coming to me now. System <laughs> <laughs> weekend. Yeah, thank you very much for that. And uh, the guy who does it is really, really good. He's a good hairdresser, but. Mm. Every fucking time I go there, he catches the comb. He's very, very quick on the oh, comb. Right, yeah, yeah. He catches the comb on the fucking piercing on my earlobe, and it, all, it ends up festered every fucking time. <sighs> I think he's Iraq, uh, Iranian. He's got he's one of He's aroused by it. <laughs> he's aroused. Uh, hey, Blondie, you like pain? Uh, yeah. I Drink, use, Blondie. Drink. I use my special 70s comb with the razor blade. <laughs> It's the latest thing. I think he's Iranian. Iranian? Iranian. You know, the French don't even have a word for deja vu. <laughs> Who said that? George Bush. Oh, my God. The French are funny people. They don't even have a word for deja vu. Oh. Uh, Bob, it updates. Oh, that'll be the Twigmeister. Um, I'll tell you what. What are we going to do? Don't hand it over to me, whatever you do. Yeah, if I hand the station over to you, everything just collapses, uh, including... Including me. So what I'll do is I'll pile on some music. I'm going to play Crass tonight, by the way. Great. How long is it since they've ever been played? Uh, I'll play some music and answer the door. Oh, not shy. Tan shirt with an emblem on the chest The interstellar girls, I like him the best Captain of the crew and he knows kung fu And he did Joan Collins in 1932 Or really just an actor, a genius to boot He never gets the fire when the enemy shoots So he ends each show looking neat and clean After staring down the mouth of a doomsday machine I really like the one where he reads the constitution After ending all the fighting in the future revolution
don't know who that's by. Someone sent me that, I think, William Shatner type uh, thing. Twig has arrived. Who's this person? This is Ruthie. She says there's a bloke in a local that has his hair singed and not cut. Why would they do that? I didn't... Uh, <coughs> d- d- don't... Uh, don't black people get their hair singed sometimes? They I do. Mean, I've never heard of that, but you might be right. I'm sure I've seen it in the hairdressers in Peckham. If to finish it off. Blow <laughs> torch. I'm sure it is true. But um, they do a thing, I don't know, if you suffer from hair, do you suffer from hairy ears? <laughs> no, no, it's to get rid of the hair. They put There's a oh, wax thing as well. They do yeah, wax paper yeah. Uh, oh, I'd like to do that. It sucks to, we were talking about that the other night, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. Cause in I'd, depthly. I would <laughs> dearly want my ears waxed, but they won't do it. That's a Christmas Day conversation, isn't it? <sighs> I don't know. You get what they do, you get what they do. They <laughs> get a bit of paper. But they put, like, it's like a little bit of cotton wool, and they put it in your ear, and then they set fire to it, and then it <laughs> floats up into the air with your ear hair attached. Why did they do that tonight? Then? What, live? On webcam? <laughs> Get my ears set on fire. Soak a, soak yeah. a rag and petrol and tie it to your head. Uh, the guy who gets his hair singed, not cut, uh, What is what, is he a Caucasian gentleman? Or is he a gentleman of colour? <laughs> That's the question <laughs> on everyone's lips. Uh, Dave says, the bobbit cock landed on somebody's windscreen. The driver turned to his passenger and said, did you see, see the size of the cock on that fly? <laughs> Uh, he's not black, he's affectionately Welsh He's affectionately known as Welsh Tony He's obviously uh, well, I can't imagine why he has his hair Singed Must be a specific style insane. Is it like Flock of Seagulls? <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember them? Yeah, that doesn't look like a singe cut though, does it? I don't know that how It's like something that had been painstakingly crafted uh, in the 80s. Mm. Kelly says, I think he needs to put his teeth in. I think that's a reference to you. Me reading that story. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I just need to open my mouth a it's bit like wider. Jack Nori with the elephant man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, the burning hair on the ears is a Turkish shave thing. Well, that, that that's quite right because in the, the hairdresser... That's I a slave. Shave? <laughs> that's because in the hairdresser I go to, they do that. Oh right! And so uh, it's a Turkish hairdresser. Well, I thought he They're was not all Iranian. I thought he was from Iran. Right? Why did you think that? He had an AK forty-seven propped up against the wall. Right. <laughs> Straying off into uh, Daily Express territory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you're tuned to Old Junk Radio, bringing you the the very lowest in world culture. You entertainment from the Third Reich. <laughs> uh, speaking of Third, See, what I watched the other night. Speaking of Third Reich, is uh, Stalingrad. Oh, yeah, that's quite a violent movie. It's not really violent, but it's just grim, isn't it? Really it is grim. grim. And they get the Christmas trees delivered. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit where a guy gets blown in half, isn't there? And he sort of spins Yeah, literally in half, and he's just his torso is lying on the ground, and he's going... Uh, uh. That's only a 15, that movie. Really? Yeah, and it should be an 18. I feel I may write to my MP. But it should compul- make that should be a compulsory film, because that guy that... Um, I used to go. Used to teach me for history. The guy, war was hell. I don't agree with compulsory films. Really, I think no. that and um, Jurassic Park <laughs> should be compulsory viewing. 
Uh, I thought it was for all uh, young adult, young adults. <laughs> My four young adults, about young, young adults. adults. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't believe. Do we, what, what do the listeners think? Is there certain films that should be compulsory or not? Debbie does Dallas. Debbie does Dallas. <laughs> uh, yeah. Debbie does Dundee. John Leslie does Abby Titmus. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, lucky bam. What's a Paris Hilton DVD? Is Paris Hilton getting shagged by some oh, horrible that. little man? He's a dwarf, actually. Is he a dwarf? He's a dwarf, isn't he? Oh. Technically. Technically a dwarf. He's just a little uh, guy. Al says he downloaded Pigs in Knickers and Fuck Pigs 3 this week and Pumping Irene. See, I don't really download porn. Pumping Irene? There must be porn he's downloaded. Uh, But... uh, What is Pumping Irene? uh, I don't know. Shaving Ryan's Privates? Is it one of them? (laughs) No. Uh, Shitty shitty gangbang. God... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's not get into the. Is it one of them though? Pumping Irene. What would what would the? It would be a porn movie, I would imagine. I know P- Pumping Irene would be a porn movie, but what would be the Hollywood equivalent? Um, I don't know. Hmm. What's pigs and knickers? <laughs> <laughs> What's the Hollywood equivalent? Do they do they have Hollywood equivalents? Well, shaving Ryan's privates, for example. Yeah. You're not <sighs> really feeling it, are you? Well, I, I you know the whole being deliberately stupid. The whole. Porn issue is it's a it's a it's a bag of nails. It's not a bag of nails. It's a bag of pleasure. Are you a fan of porn? I'm not a fan of it, but um, fan being short for fanatic. Yeah, no, I'm not a fanatic, but I agree with it. I I don't agree. Oh, pumping Irene, pumping iron. Ah, of course. Is that a film? Yeah, pumping iron. It's a document. You should see it. Actually, it's a really good documentary with Arnie at the Mr. Universe competition. Oh, when he was Lou Ferrino. Lufer is he? Incredible Hulk. Oh, Luferingo. Faringo, sorry. <laughs> you sure it's not Farino? No, it's Luferingo. Do you, you do pronounce the G? Yeah. Luferingo. <laughs> you do in Gorgi anyway. Oh, come on, Irene, spelt C U M. I can see where this is going. Right, yeah. We did this one night before and there was some hysterical uh, porn movie titles. Uh, Oi, closer to the microphone, please, whoever was in the background, Twig. Well, I'll just run and get him a microphone when we play the next piece of music. Hang on a minute. What? Bez and Jermaine Greer. <coughs> oh, is this in... Uh, Bez and Jermaine Greer in Celebrity Big Brother? Oh, I hope so. Well, we don't want I bet they get on. Probably. Jermaine Greer gets on my tits. Really? Uh, still more on the bobbit. He had it reattached, starred in porn, including a porn film version of The Day It Got Cut Off. Oh, my God! Interestingly enough, Lemmy from Motorhead played the farmer who found his penis and took it to hospital. That is interesting. Jesus Christ. I didn't know Lemmy was trying to have an acting... Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. No, you don't know that. That's uh, Rue says that Steve's mum's listening to the show. But she How could, does she know? She wouldn't know. Yeah, right. She wouldn't know. Are you sure she wouldn't? Oh, she might do. Uh, I hope Steve's mum isn't listening tonight with all your gutter talk. What? I'm not saying anything bad. I think you've said quite a lot bad tonight, Stephen. Right. Yeah. Uh, what's this? 
Bez has entered the Big Brother Celebrity House. My Can you turn it on? No, no, no. Not with no sound. No. Why? No, my hairdresser catch the, catch the comb on the piercing on my neck and the top of my ear. At the same time? It's a huge Billy comb. Billy neck. It's this fucking... It's this four-foot comb. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember Tony used to cut hair in St Andrews? Mad Mike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why did I say Tony? He used to go in and... He'd say, what do you want today? What do you want today? You what, want flat what, top? Yeah, you want flat top? You like flat top? And whatever you wanted, he'd just give you a flat top. Yeah, which wasn't flat. No, it was never ever flat. That's what you call a <laughs> slope top. But he was an interesting guy. He was one of the many Polish people, war soldiers, you know, that came across. Sort of Polish commando type thing. Came across uh, during the Second World War and ended up living here. There yeah. was fucking loads of them as well. Yeah, get them back to their own country. Yeah, I wish they'd go back to their own country. Yeah, yeah, come in here, take our jobs and women. But the reason why they came here is because Russia uh, made off with most of their country. <laughs> I wouldn't know, not being a history board. Mm. Sorry, sounding a bit manic now. Who's that? Is that us? Or her? My friend's dad is a porn king. He was a co-producer of Lord of the Ring piece. It's as good as, not as good as Lord of the Minge. I don't know. Let's not talk about porn anymore. It's it's kind of depressing. Uh, for me, it's, uh, I find that porn magazines are just not stimulating. It has to be the moving image. You read the articles in between the porn. <laughs> what the wings about about classic cars? Fly fishing. What the hell's all that about? Yeah, I just buy Mayfair for the classic car articles. <laughs> Nobody really says that. Yeah, they do. Who? That's why they put classic car articles in Mayfair, so that you can... I think people are beyond that now, aren't they? I don't know. I think... They still do it, yeah. And and does he say, I buy it for the classic car ads? Really? Oh, no. God. Uh, Have you ever bought a porn magazine out of a shop? Yeah. I don't know, I'd never have the guts for that. Jesus, it's the most natural fucking thing in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Buying porn. Yeah. Wanking, masturbating, sex. Oh my God, oh my God. No, no, I I, I won't do it. You just told me you had your own special Christmas wank on Christmas Day. (laughs) That was between me and you, Stephen, please. Yeah, but this is what I mean. What? Uh, You wouldn't, you know, you're just sitting there and telling your listeners that you think it's completely unnatural. Oh, what's, okay, all right, all right, okay, I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. Uh, crapping yourself is you're not in control. I suppose that's kind of odd, yeah. Having a wank, I'm completely in control. Yeah. Until the vinegar strokes, where nobody's in control. Mm. I once had five wanks before midday once. Really? We'll see the like of those days again. But you still think it's wrong. <laughs> it's, you'll go to hell. You won't go to hell. That's all guff. Well... Classic. <laughs> straight into uh, Andy Fordham territory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. We'll, we'll discuss Andy Fordham later. Uh, didn't they put ads like this is from Al? Didn't they put ads like classic cars in the middle of porn mag so that you could leave it open at that page in case your mum came in? That's a good idea. Well, if you're still living with your mum when you're fucking fifty years old and married, well, you're in a tragic state of affairs anyway. Aren't I, you? I actually wank over the classic cars. 
I actually buy scooter mags for that purpose. I, I've seen plenty of scooter mags in your house, so I would scooter porn. There is, uh, I don't know. Well, all I'm saying is, for a wank, you need the moving image. I need the moving image. I think it's because you've got no imagination. <laughs> if you take loads of drug, like you take acid, and then look at a porn mag yeah. and a wank, it's fucking really good. Have you done that? God, yeah. But I, I've taken acid and had sex. Yeah, I didn't like that. It was difficult. It's very so it's weird, isn't it's it? Yeah, I mean, you you were the just face turns into you one minute it's the most beautiful human being alive, the next minute it's a fucking pox-ridden witch. And you Horrible. just moved around too much for me. Did I? <laughs> but it's, it's not surprising you paint that strange face on my ass like you did. Uh, no, I t- I've had, I think I've had sex on acid a couple of times, and it's not. You think it would be great, and another thing that you think would be great on acid is uh, playing computer games. Robin Banks. <laughs> <laughs> playing computer games. Uh, I only did, no, I didn't actually do that once. But I tell you what, the best experience I've ever watching. Uh, Taking acid was watching Evil Dead One and Two, Wild at Heart. Those three films mm. on acid were, was f- absolutely amazing. Mm. Yeah, just about any film. I watched It's a Wonderful Life trip, and then that was like, oh, God. was it really good? And Manhattan, you know, Woody Allen's Manhattan. Oh, yeah, right. You're just totally, you just fall into that mm. that world, and you're to- yeah. totally fucking absorbed. As long as the acid isn't too strong, and the phone doesn't go halfway through the film, <laughs> which what used to happen to us. And the walls don't start closing in, and fucking blood yeah. starts running. Down. Yeah, just the usual. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a danger wank, says Al? What's that? I'm sure you have. I've never had a danger wank. Is that where you saw? You've had a hate fuck, though, haven't you? <laughs> oh, hate fucks. Oh, God. I, that's, that's something that doesn't compute with me. Have I had a hate fuck? Did I tell you that? You told me that, yeah. Oh, that's appalling. You told me that you'd had that. I probably have. I said to you, no, that doesn't sound like good to me. I, I'd like to be in love with the person. You went, no, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. You always do this to me. You always do this to me. That's an awful thing. I repeat thing. things that you said and then you say, I would never say that. Uh, it's true. It's possible. It's true. You said to me that it was really good. I couldn't really imagine well, hating someone enough to want to fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> it was my boss. He wouldn't leave me alone. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Let's have some real crud. God, I hope my mum isn't listening tonight. <laughs>
It's going to fuck up here because it's a bad download. He's pushing buttons. Can you make it go up? Um, just keep rubbing it. Homophobic. I know. Hogmophobic. Hogmophobic. All oh, right, sorry. Yeah. Right, Twig, try that mic. Hello. Again. He's there. Speak. Hello. A bit louder, I think. Hello. There he goes. It'll have to do, mate. It'll have to do. Twig is in the house. Uh, five times before midday, says Spazzy Spinella. Did I come blood? No, I didn't. Um, but I never did it again. <laughs> you started going to church after that. <laughs> I remember telling somebody about it as well. Never mind fucking talking about it on the radio. Oh, Jesus. Have you ever had heard of a danger wank? No, we haven't. Please explain that to us, Al. Uh, okay, pile through these messages. I enough porn. There was a big discussion about the moral arguments for lap dancing on the beta board the other week, and it polarised the usual harmonious folk of our board. Wanking's not porn. Did anyone say wanking was porn? Wanking. This is if you look, see what well, I can see in the studio right now. Just <laughs> a lot of blank faces. Stunned faces. <laughs> Uh, yeah, good point. Wanking is porn if you've got a camera in front of you. Well, this week I've watched John Leslie having a wank, and I just don't think I'm ever going to get over it. You're a fucking maniac. <laughs> Why? Oh, come on. You only live once. <laughs> you divide your time between John Leslie's porno and the fucking SS website. I You're do. A sick bastard. I do really not. That's garbage. Uh, although I was, I did go on to the Combat 18 chat room last week, and there was nobody there. They're all celebrating Christmas. That's in what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Deutschland, Deutschland. It'd be like that. I'm hoping for a fight, Christmas. Yeah, I'm hoping for a pistol. I don't know. Uh, who's this? Oh, it's just Ruthie. I'm finding shows tonight's show not only funny but educational too. God, how old are you, Ruthie? <laughs> well, this is. Um, You'd have to be about three years old to find what we're saying educational. What I'm, t- what I'm t- what we're trying to do here what is... What are you shum down, What we're trying to do is edutainment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Edutainment. Um, it's, it's the new thing. Joanne says, you have just lost our middle America demographic of listeners. How? Oh, I don't know. We don't want them anyway. They're all okay, f- that, fucking... That should have cured the hiss. Pig shagging <gasps> bastards anyway. Don't. It's just so bad. Insulting people. I've been there. <laughs> you should have stayed there. Uh, 
Oh, this is a danger wank. Let me divulge. A danger wank is when you're up in your bedroom and you shout on your mum to come upstairs and try and crack one off before she gets to your bedroom. I hate that phrase, crack one off. (laughs) Why? It just makes me feel like I don't want to be a man, like I want to be a woman. I thought you were a woman. No, that's you, you big Jesse pan. (laughs) You're a bigger Jesse than I am. No, you're a bigger Jesse than me. You're a bigger Jesse than I am. If, if, oh God! If I was to hit you with this claw hammer, you'd cry. <laughs> Unfortunately, you couldn't hit me with that claw hammer because I'd have severed your hand <gasps> with my carving knife. Uh, no, danger wank is uh, not something I've tried. But uh, with your mum, I don't know. I haven't, you know, I haven't lived with my mum for such I a long time. I do have a funny story, which is kind of like that, but I just couldn't ever say it. Oh, isn't that the worst kind of radio, ladies and gentlemen? Isn't it though? I do have a funny story about that, but I'm not going to tell you. Well, if I, I can tell, tell I've told there is you. I have told everything on the stage. I know, but that's you. You're that sort of person. I've exposed. I'm a slightly more private person. Than I've you. told my fucking cockwart story. Mm-hmm. My. Fucking but it's your show. That's your thing. My. I'm a guest. Anal story. My shiting myself story. Come on, can't be that bad. No, sorry. Oh, I think you need some persuasion. Because it happened quite recently. <laughs> <laughs> while we were making the beat well just before we were making the beat band album I'm not going to say it though oh for god's sake that's bad man that's bad you're a, you know what you are you're a cock teaser <laughs> only if you find what I say sexually arousing in my which opinion. I do uh, edutainment today's subject is danger wanks let's hear from the ladies about wanking though we've just heard from them where who well ladies wank I know they do, but let's hear from them about they wanks. It's always men dribbling on about danger wanks and all that kind of thing. Yeah, do they? Mm. Mm. How d- yeah. Brother or daughter? If father catches them, anything could happen. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry about this, ladies. Oh, no! Stop me. Oh, literally, do stop me. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> Uh God. Um, I don't know. Masturbation for a girl it's, it is a different type of thing, isn't it? It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Not really. It's exactly the same. Is it? Oh. Giving um, oneself pleasure. I've never seen it. Really? I, I don't know what happens. You'd liar. <coughs> I'm not. You've never seen a woman have a wank? Of course I have. It doesn't count if it's you. <laughs> yeah, I know you're going with that one. It doesn't count if it's this is getting we're going downhill rapidly. Yeah, on about. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly says, "I found the sheet music for a boy named Sue this week. Could you play it, please?" Yes, I certainly will play it because it's such a great record. In a few records' time. Uh, oh God, here we go again. This is Phil who's going to get himself run over. He says, "I saw Bob Dylan MTV plug thing today. It's not as good as it could be, and he just wouldn't talk to the audience at all. I'd only watch it again for the comedy value. Dylan doesn't talk to the audience." Uh, Not since they tried to boo him off stage when he turned electric. <laughs> God. My mum was one of the people that tried to boo that him off stage. turned him electric? No, that tried to boo him off stage in Newcastle. Mm. When she was a beatnik. Is your mum a beatnik? She still is. She is, actually, yeah. Uh, Phil says, I was at the Rockefeller Centre, isn't that in New York, the night of the election, and there was a bloke with a large sign saying, Bye bye, Bush. We the good people have won. Three hours later, Kerry's defeat was announced. <laughs> yeah. Well Is he the guy that loves Bush? 
No, no, no. There isn't. There isn't anybody who listens to this station that loves Bush. You liar! I'm not. Yeah. That's a different kind of Bush, though, mate. <laughs> if it's between, we're talking about Kate Bush. Bush, the guy that loves. Hang on a minute. I was on about power wanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. A power wank could be a very rapid making the bald man cry session. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus! What's the worst place? The worst place you've had a wank? The worst? I don't know. What you, you? See, that's uh, that's perfectly understandable. It's illegal, isn't it? <laughs> uh, uh, for for those illegal moments, illegal wanking. He was an obscene publication. Um, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm going to get into trouble. I think that time has passed. Uh, hi, Pete. Tuning in from Florida. Way. I think that deserves a little... Richard's in a whorehouse. <laughs> oh, I've broken it. Good. Oh, I've broken the fucking sample. Good, yeah. good, good. I can't be... Wank, wank, oops. He's fixed it again. So, Richard's tuned in from Florida. Happy New Year to one and all, mate. Hi, and a Happy New Year to Steve as well. Happy New Year, Rich. Hope his mum has had a good time on her birthday. Richard was the barman. He was indeed. At your mum's birthday party. Well, he's so much more than that. <laughs> yeah. Good to see you both. Richard, and I think I fell in love with your... Uh, hat? No, what would you call it? Trousers? Your, your co-worker that night. Assistant. But unfortunately, I hear she's getting married. Is there anything we can do to uh, perhaps remove the... To stop this. The, the head of the guy that she's marrying, because apparently he's a bit of a fanny. Oh. I'd quite like to marry her myself. Careful now, Stephen. This is just what I heard. Well, yeah, okay. Well, apparently she's got low self-esteem, and I'd like to help her build that self-esteem. She's got low self-esteem? Yeah. That's my favourite kind of girl. Really? Because you can Im- implant all your bizarre oh, yeah. ramblings in her head. <laughs> exactly. You can mould them to be exactly who you want them to mm, be. I know someone else that does that. Who does that? I can't tell you right now. I don't do that. I just get bullied. Does does Steve have any new King Biscuit Time tunes to play? No. <laughs> Short answer there, straight to the point. Steve's mum is lovely. That's uh, Richard, but I second that. So do I, I bet I second, third that as well. You, you better have if she's listening. listening. <laughs> <clears throat> Al says he refers to his home computer as the wank bank. <laughs> <laughs> Due to the amount of nudie pics it holds on its hard drive. Oh dear. See, I just, it's that sort of thing that turns me off being male. Well, unfortunately, you are male. Yeah. <coughs> For you. And and me, in a way. Yeah. If, <coughs> if, uh, if, if I was fe- a female, we'd be a great couple. We would be. We'd probably be married by now. But there's no way I'd <laughs> take a fucking from you, like. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to put a fucking bag on your head or something. <laughs> But if you were a female, you wouldn't worry about that sort of thing. I fucking would. <laughs> You'd be more interested in the personality. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a joy that is. Anyway, I'd fucking break you in half. Oh, God, it's exactly that sort of thing. That <laughs> Steve, you said you were the anti... Steve said you were anti-porn, but you were actually talking about wanking. Semantics, semantics. Explain semantics to me. I don't know, I know about chromatics. <laughs> I haven't got that far in the rhyming dictionary yet. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the whole of the first Peter Band album came out of there, by the way. <laughs> I <laughs> was romantic, <laughs> she was semantic. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey there, guys. Pip, pip, it's Boonbeams. <laughs> Hi, Boonbeams. Welcome to the show. 
<laughs> he just called you a sex case. That's outrageous behavior. Uh, there was a boy in P6 with me who used to jerk off at his desk. Yeah, that sort of behavior. I never understood that. Well, I could go one worse than that. Uh, a friend of mine, Athol, used to work in a mental hospital as a nurse. Mm-hmm. And there used to be a man... <laughs> used to tell me that he used to sit in the ward. It doesn't count if you're mentally insane. I know, but it's still good. Okay. There used to be a man who used to pull his wire violently mm. all day whilst shouting, you'll get right on with the scone. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. you get right on with a scone! Uh, some American is suing the makers of Fear Factor because he threw up when he saw one of the contestants eat a rat. Isn't America litigious? I just wanted to use that word. Yeah, I'm sure it is, but... Uh, 2.5 million dollars. I'd, th- I'd throw up in my own pants for half of that. So would I. I'd throw up in your pants. <laughs> so would I. Okay. Uh, Phil is sending me something. Steve, tell an amusing anecdote <laughs> about Robin. There's so many. Let's have one. Uh, you have to give me some time. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll play a tune. <coughs> and uh, you can uh, flip through your... Can you play one of mine? Can we, play, can we delve into my lunchbox? Uh, well, we're going to play that one that you... Um, that I really like. No, we won't play that. No, the one that you, you put on the computer tonight. Oh, yeah, okay. Right, well, can we play it next? Because we'll have to go and find it. Well, why don't we go into my bit now and okay. play one of mine, and then we'll go back and play go the... Let's play um, John Lee Hooker. There, Can't find it. there you go. Um, Hobo Blues. Yeah. 
Mother, they're a mother, they're a mother. She was on a needle trying all over. Blind melon jet lag there. <laughs> I was Johnny Hooker, king of the blues. 156 years old. He's dead, actually. Can still get it up. Just <laughs> can't get it in. Still at the back of the bus, wanging away. So Dave Dave Porter, that's quite a good one. Tell that one. Okay, Dave Porter from St Andrews says, somebody was found having a wank at the Students' Union Disco. He was dragged out of the hall by his ankles, still bashing his bishop. <laughs> no one knew who it was. No, no, one, no one that I knew. Uh, it wasn't anyone that he knew. But you think you'd stop? Once you've I know, been caught, it's like I said. Sometimes you know, if you're at that point, you not, there's not a fucking thing on earth going to stop you. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know if I've told this story before. But I mean, you'd have to be pretty fucking away with it <laughs> to start in the situation. Hey, fucking brilliant! <laughs> when I worked as a gardener, uh, who was that in the fifties? No, <laughs> in the nineties, the naughty nineties. Uh, the start of the 90s uh, my boss told me that he went in to get paid for a job after doing the garden and he went into this house to get the money and he walked into the living room mm. and there was a guy sitting cross-legged on the floor furiously fucking singing <laughs> furiously pulling his wire with headphones on blasting music with headphones and the magazines in a semicircle all the way around him <laughs> not <laughs> Some people are just crazy, aren't they? Some things should be private, I've got to say, and uh, that's definitely one of them. Uh, Phil says, my friend brought us, bought a second-hand laptop, always dangerous, last month, and it was full of pics of horse porn. <sighs> Someone at my school when I was 16 got caught coming on the wall of a school toilet, and there were stains to suggest it wasn't the first or the 11th time he'd done it. Ugh. School toilets at the best of times uh, are not good. Al says he's not serious. He's got a computer full of porn. <laughs> Richard says Pete and Steve would make a great couple, but I think Steve would be the husband. Would I be the big fat wife? And you'd be the little put upon husband. Like in some 70s sitcom. I don't know, but one of your uh, Pink Floyd box set CDs has slipped from its uh, mooring. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got any Pink Floyd box set CDs. Oh, sorry, it's Punk and New Wave, 1952 to 1973. <laughs> oh, one of the buttons, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm going to have to take it back. There's an article in The Guardian today about the last remaining Ramon. Tommy. And his, and his musical. How dare he? It's called Gabba Gabba Hey. Oh, how dare he? So he waited till all the ones that mattered were dead, mm. and the drummer makes a musical. You know, he's just win. He's uh, most of the articles him whinging about the fact that they never made up 
as friends, yeah. Johnny and uh, Joey. I think all of them didn't like each well, other. They all hate each other. End of fucking list. They made loads of money, and that's the end Did of that. Did they do? No. So Apparently not. So <laughs> well, they made some money. Uh, well, I, for one, will not be going to see Gabba Gabba Hey. I bet you do one day. No, I won't. You'll buy the DVD. No, I won't. No, you will. No, I won't. No, you will. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I, 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 yeah. I, do, I, <laughs> I disagree really badly with this whole West End musical of pop. I think we should do the Clash one. You lucky lady. <laughs> starring, starring the guy Alfie from EastEnders. What's his real name? Alfie Moon. Harry Seacom. Harry Slocum. Because you would know. You've got blonde hair. <laughs> I like them blonde and trashy. What is he called, the guy from... Uh, oh, Phil Mitchell? No. No, I've, I don't know. Um, Wayne Sleep. Oh, God, Wayne Sleep's a ballet dancer. Oh, yeah. uh, God, sun showers. Well, send us your shite as well, if you want. Don't send us shite. No, send us your shite. Send us your site is one of the most popular things on Old Truck Radio at the moment. Do, 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 do. Send us your site. <laughs> Along with Rick Facts. Rick Fact. Rick Weller is Fact. the size of two double decker buses. Speaking of, I mean, God, has anyone watched Celebrity Fit Club? No. With um, Andy Fordham doing, oh, the, yeah. doing the 300 yard stagger. <laughs> <laughs> and only managed 25 yards. Did you see that? Gav to take a break. <laughs> oh, he was doing it with, what's her name from Currie? Uh, God, the blonde trashy thing. I mm. can't remember her name. Yeah, he got 125 yards. Oh, God, I have to stop now. He didn't get that far, did he? He got about halfway. Uh, he had to stop. If ever the words fat barrel of shit were invented, it was for him. Oh, how dare you say that about the honey monster? I haven't said that. I've, I mean, I don't think I would. I'd probably fare a He's little. He's got to be the only, pretty much, probably the only world champion in the world who weighs athlete. Who, who weighs? Th- yeah, the only world champion athlete in the world that can only walk 125 yards and weighs 30 stone mm. and eight pounds. I'm not saying I would do well on Celebrity Fit Club, but I think I would maybe fare slightly better than Andy Ford. I'm sure, you could manage a jog. I could manage a 300 yard jog. I think. Uh, gonna have to stop it. <laughs> yeah. Take a little break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is anybody watching the darts? I don't know. If he darts. drinks 25 bottles of beer a day. Fucking hell. That's just staggering. A day. That's just in the morning. Daz Ritchie, says Boone Beams. I don't know what he means by that. Oh, here comes all the shite. Oh, Green no. Lantern theme. Well, we usually play all the shite in the last hour. The Green Lantern theme? Is that the thing that Bruce Lee was in? Oh, amusing anecdote oh, about Robin. Hornet. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I just can't. Uh, there's so many. It's just uh, I'd need to go away and think about that. There's so many, you know. This whole life's one long amusing anecdote. Oh, uh, Ruthie's obviously watching Celebrity Fit Club because she says the best quote from that. <gasps> Oops, excuse me. From that <laughs> Jesus, was Julia's walking as she has an injured knee, and Andy is walking because he's massive. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, was a funny quote, right? You've got to come up with an anecdote about Robin. Okay, well I'll do it. I'll play one you've more. You've got to play that, and then you've got to play the what are they called that group. What are they called? Uh, the trouser people. 
<laughs> I'm uh, Old Jock Radio. We're hoping to release uh, the Trousers LP. What is it by? There's a group called the Soft Hearted Scientists on uh, My Kung Fu Records. Yeah. This is the first EP, but they've got another one out soon. It's uh, it's quite good. All right, this isn't it though. This is not it though. This is for it's coming up next think, after this. I think it was Kelly who requested this. Can't be sure. I want you to, uh, I want you to, to if you don't mind, Carl. I'd like you to stay out and help us on some songs. Play the I'd guitar. Love to. One of the greatest guitar players as well as songwriters and singers in the business. Appreciate a little help on the guitar. All right. Well, my daddy left home when I was three, and he didn't leave much to Ma and me. Just this old guitar and an empty bottle of booze. Now, I don't blame him because he run and hid, but the meanest thing that he ever did was before he left, he went and named me Sue. Well, he must have thought that it was quite a joke, and it got a lot of laughs from a lots of folks. Seems I had to fight my whole life through. Some gal would giggle and I'd get red And some guy'd laugh and I'd bust his head I'll tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue Well, I grew up quick and I grew up mean My fists got hard and my wits got keen Roamed from town to town to hide my shame But I made me a vow to the moon and stars I'd search the honky-tonks and bars And kill that man that give me that awful name well, it was Gatlinburg in mid-July, and I'd just hit town, and my throat was dry. I thought I'd stop and have myself a groove. At an old saloon on a street of mud, there at a table, dealing stud, sat the dirty mangy dog that named me Sue. Well, I knew that snake was my own sweet dad from a worn-out picture that my mother had had. And I knew that scar on his cheek and his evil eye. He was big and bent and gray and old And I looked at him and my blood ran cold And I said, my name is Sue How do you do? Now you gonna die Yeah, that's what I told him Well, I hit him hard right between the eyes And he went down, but to my surprise I Come up with a knife and cut off a piece of my ear well, I busted a chair right across his teeth And we crashed through the wall and into the street Kicking and a-gouging in the mud and the blood and the beer I tell you, I fought tougher men But I really can't remember when He kicked like a mule and he bit like a crocodile I heard him laugh and then I heard him cuss And he went for his gun I pulled mine first He stood there looking at me And I saw him smile And he said, son... This world is rough, and if a man's gonna make it, he's gotta be tough. And I know I wouldn't be there to help you along. So I give you that name, and I said goodbye. I knew you'd have to get tough or die. And it's that name that helped to make you strong. Yeah. He said, now you just fought one hell of a fight. And I know you hate me, and you got the right to kill me now. And I wouldn't blame you if you do. But you ought to thank me before I die For the gravel in your guts and the spit in the eye Cause I'm the son of a bitch that named you Sue Yeah, well what could I do? What could I do? I got all choked up and I threw down my gun Called him a paw and he called me a son And I come away with a different point of view 
And I think about him now and then Every time I try and every time I win And if I ever have a son I think I'm gonna name him Bill or George, any damn thing but Sue I still ain't that thing Johnny Trash. Uh, I don't think that's from the San Quentin album. I'm not entirely sure. I think you're right. Uh, my San Quentin album has beeps on it from the television. Oh, really? Yeah. So every time it says, son of a bitch, it goes, son of a beep, over mm. the top of the music. It's a fucking outrageous thing to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can get it without that. Yeah. That's America for you. Yeah. So, Robin's story. Oh, I don't have a Robin story, but I've got a John story, which is mildly funny. Um, John was born with a really bad back, and his spine, there's something wrong with his spine, his spine was too short or something like that, or his, what what are the muscles that go from here to there? Car, is that calf muscles? Yeah, yeah. It was calf muscles, something up with his calf muscles or something like that, and he had a really bad posture, and he couldn't actually touch his toes. He could, like, get his arms down to sort of, like, just below his knees. So... Um, <clears throat> when we lived in London, he uh, ended up going to see this back specialist woman who um, set out all these strange back exercises for him to do, and they and they worked, and they helped him, and uh, he ended up being able to touch his toes. But he had to keep doing the exercises for, like, years. So when we were on tour with Radiohead, uh, he was um, still doing the back exercises, so he'd come into the dressing room, sort of, all these different gigs, and John would be lying uh, in his pants... Uh, on this ru- on this rubber mat, <laughs> doing these really strange exercises. <laughs> so, uh, the, at the gig in uh, one of the gigs in New York, somebody gave me somebody from the record company gave me a video camera to make some uh, to shoot some film of us sort of fanning around yeah. backstage to use. I didn't even know what it was going to be used for. So I shot what I did was I shot loads of footage of John doing these exercises, but I got like really close up on his face, and he was pulling all these really strange expressions. <laughs> and then, and then on the video camera, it had an audio, audio record button. Right. So he was sort of pulling these weird expressions, and I was doing things like, "Oh, yeah, take it, you fucking bitch," and all this sort of <laughs> porn stuff, you know. And then I forgot all about it. I sort of just forgot all about it. And then the footage ended up being used as part of a beta band promo film that the American record company put together <laughs> that was sent all over America. Oh, my God. To different um, uh, labels all over the States. And we didn't actually find out about this until one day... Uh, it was it was earlier on this year when we were at the record company for uh, in America to do some promo, and uh, they produced this video, and they said, oh, have you seen this? It's this thing we put together for... Uh, you know, promo purposes and all this, and we slept on and had all this footage of John doing these exercises, which had been sent all over America. Oh my God, he was, was he pissed off? I uh, was absolutely mortified, heavily mortified. <laughs> I felt, I did feel really bad, but it was very funny, but um, it was a shitty thing to do, but it was a kind of an accident. You never really imagine that people are going to see these things, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, having trouble receiving shite. Uh, one of my settings is wrong, an MSI, and I'll, I'll sort it out in a minute, and you can resend whatever it is. Rich is trying to send me something. People are trying to send me and it's not getting through. So, uh, while I fix it, what is it we're going to listen to, young Stephen? It's, um... That's my phone. It's a group called the Soft-Hearted Scientists. Which track do you want to hear? It's... Oh, God. <laughs> it's on the Wendig- Wendigo EP. And it's on Kung Fu, My Kung Fu Records. Okay. And it came out last year. What track? 
Mount Palomar. Or Mount Palomar. Okay, here we go.
soft-hearted scientists there bringing you up to 2235 on Ojok Radio K1. I think they're from Cardiff, but I'm not sure. Uh, Cardiff, great city. It's on my Kung Fu records. I think it's, it's quite good. It's not amazing, but it's definitely got something. Uh, you might think that. Good. I couldn't possibly comment. Above average, I would say, definitely. Uh, Keep it up. <laughs> yeah, must try harder. <laughs> yeah. so Boonbeam says, speaking of Fit Club, my Fit Club team, team goal kicks off its... I don't know what he's on about. Kicks off its second term on January the 10th. Come join me, dog udders, under the Bristol Suspension Bridge. Team goal, building a beautiful body. Why does that guy need to go to... He's as thin as a stick. He is, yeah. He's tall and thin. And quite, quite yeah. beautiful. Maybe he's leading the first, the new first Earth Battalion. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh just likes fat chicks. I think, in a way, we all like fat chicks. Uh, Daisy says, here's a picture of Munson, which I posted up on my MSN thing. Sh- one for the ladies. In honour of the show being officially the wank show. Because you look like you might be actually cracking one off. Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I, I hate that. He's cracking one off. Ah, sorry about that. Uh, can we recommend some good music and DVDs? We should do. We should really do this, you know, in a sort of more together way, and have our pick of the week sort of thing. Yeah. <coughs> but I'm so culturally retarded. It's really quite. It's quite difficult for me to recommend anything. The Earlies. What's no. that? It's a pop group. Is it? Right. Well, not the band Texas. Jesus. Hey, it's not the 80s anymore, pal, eh? <laughs> Never mind. Dink Blue, eh? <laughs> Texas is... Great Tex- band. Texas is still going. <laughs> ah, well, it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> I like their early stuff, you know. Oh. When it was the 80s. I don't want love. <laughs> no, what, but you were saying Kirby Enthusiasm. Uh, that, was, that was my recommendation, but that's old hat now, but I would say that's probably the best. If you liked um, Jerry Sanders... Larry Sanders. What's that? You've never seen that, have you? It's a sort of American show about a chat show. Right. I must give it to you. It's fucking mm. good. It's right, the same right, sort right. of thing. Okay. Uh, if you like that, you'd like Kirby Enthusiasm, which mm-hmm. has a sort of sanguine quality. Hmm. Uh, if you like Woody Allen, I reckon. What have I seen recently? I've seen a lot of good things recently, but I can't think of one. Um, uh, Stalingrad. Yeah, if you like uh, realist, real, really realistic, grim, killing war films about Germans invading Russia, <coughs> Stalingrad's a good one. How dare they? Hmm. Old boy, it's a good film. Old boy. <laughs> Hold that mic right up to your face. That's what I want when I go to the cinema. Really? You should go and see that film I saw the other week. What? Uh, the Grudge. Oh, never heard of it. seen that? No. Oh, it's great. Horror film. It's great. Mm. Funny thing is, I used to enjoy horror films, but mm. I don't really enjoy them anymore. It's something when you get older. This is good. Um, it's got the wifey from uh, the Buffy the Vampire. 
Slayer, but it's a Japanese film. Right, see, I've got zero time for Buffy. Mm, yeah, me too, but she's... Uh, it's good. It's a is good, she great a, film. a pretty lady? Well, no, not really. No, it was a Japanese film. Yeah, it's a Japanese film. It's just it's got two American people in it. I've never even seen The Ring. I haven't seen that either. Uh, it's supposed to be great Japanese, rotten American. What do you mean? Well, there's two. There's a Japanese version. Oh, right. Called The Wing. Yeah, save save that sort of humour for your Combat 18 friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. There's two versions. The Japanese version and the American version. <laughs> He's looking at me with utter fucking contempt. Uh, see, that's how... That's yeah. how <laughs> I'm no racist. I'm no racist. But you're racist. Yeah, I am, yeah. You are. I fucking hate them all. <laughs> Uh, God, speaking of racism, uh, not speaking of racism, but I was in the um, Chinese uh, carrier place the other day, right? And my God, are people fucking bizarre in this part of town? A guy, I think it was Christmas Eve, a guy came in, he was about four foot nine, and he's like, just do it a sock then. I am just do it a sock then, like, and he forced this conversation on me. You know when people do that? Mm. It didn't matter what part of the fucking room I went to. He was behind me telling me all about what it was like in Sochten Prison. Mm. I didn't want to bend over in the shower, likes. He didn't say that. He did. He did, man. He's like, nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking surprised. Yeah, you fucking tool. Get yeah, back in there. Jesus. Richard says he loves Buffy. Ring is the scariest mover ever, ever. Dreadful joke, Pete. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it wasn't a dreadful joke. It was a comedy genius. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 20 years from now, it'd be like how they've reassessed Benny Hill and found that he was crap all along. Japanese version is actually called Ringu. Mm. See, that's where I went wrong. Yeah. I apologize to our Asian cousins. I think they're going to want more than that. <laughs> they're going to want my blood. Well, that's that's the drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> the Japanese version of the Beatles, yeah. Who's your buddy, Kelly? And which gig was it at? Uh, Kelly says, I can send a pic of Steve when he was hitting on my buddy after a gig. Oh. Yeah, do that, please. I'd like to see that. Because I don't believe you. It's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Big hairy Jeff. Uh, I've got dog udders. <coughs> I don't know. The MIA album, is that Missing in Action? Coming out soon is going to be amazing. Play the Sun Showers tune I just sent you, please. I will play it, but I will play it after 11 o'clock. Why? Uh, it's just the way I like to do things. Okay. you gotta have you got to have order, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to have some yeah. semblance of control. Mm-hmm. Combat 18. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, God. Well, I was tr- I was trying to get everyone on Combat 18 website, but... The chat room. Strangely, people weren't that interested. <laughs> uh, Ruthie says, Curb your enthusiasm is stunning. Larry David is a comic genius. The John Cleese of today. I don't think he is the John Cleese of today. I, th- I don't think they're alike, but um, I think he is very, very good. He's the Chick Murray of yesterday. He's the, he's the Larry David of now. Kitty says, Evening, Leslie. Who have you got in and what happened to you last week? Oh, no, there's a story. <laughs> Not really. Uh, I'm in with Steve and the Twigster. Twigmeister. 
Sorry, man. Uh, you're in to with... Oh, God, tell you what. Radio OJR. We ain't used that in a while. Uh, we're in with Steve. Yeah, what time is it? <laughs> Steve Mason and Mr. Twig in with you tonight on Old Jot Radio KY16 <coughs> FM coming to you live from the horror story that is Gorgi Central. Last week, there was no Old Jot Radio show. Now... Kitty, I posted it on the website. Who's not using the fucking website? Use the website like you would use the force. It tells you what's going on, who's coming on, what we're doing. www. Is that three or four? No, that's three. <laughs> three. www.oljockradio.com. Please use the message board. www.kingbiscuittime.co.uk. Yeah, don't use that one. Please use the message board. www.oljockradio.com. <laughs> 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 www.kingbiscuittime.co.uk Don't run away! <coughs> 10,000. Please use the site. I work very hard to keep it ticking over. If you're not using it, what am I doing it for? <laughs> Christ! It's where all the old drug information is. I, d- I wasn't on last week because I was at Steve's mum's 60th birthday party. <laughs> and we had a lovely time. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Steve was doing the disco. Uh, or floor clearing, as we called it, um, playing avant-garde rock <laughs> from from the mid sixties <laughs> to people who were in their mid sixties. Uh, so it was only when Tom Jones, "You Can Leave Your Hat On," was put on that that floor filled. Yeah, that's true. To my utter fucking disbelief. Oh come on, he's a disbelief. It's so obvious. <laughs> Stevie Wonder could have told you that was going to happen. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Why? Because he's black. (laughs) (laughs) Twig sounds like he's been bundled into a woven sack and thrown behind the sofa. (laughs) We couldn't get him behind it. He is. He is. That's exactly where he is. The reason he's got a broken microphone, basically. I do apologise. I didn't know he was going to be along tonight. I would have had a proper lead. I really must invest in a lead. Uh, Katie says I was in Northumberland without a computer You're going to get a lead for Twig <laughs> Yeah, a dog's lead <laughs> Come on Take him out for a walk Come on I was in Northumberland without a computer So I was going to ring to wish you a happy new year I wish you had I wish you had Friends, none I want to know who I was hitting on You're hitting, you're hitting some girl Why? Because she was black Nicked. Oh, please. Oh, here's the photograph of the girl you were hitting on. It's coming down the pipe. This is a lie. Unlike you. Uh, I was confused about last week's Old Jock Radio. I sat in front of my PC listening to the server and it was very quiet. Oh, dear. Would you like a drink? Um, no, you're all right. <laughs> it's my one recurring joke on the whole show. I think Twig wants a drink, though. Twig, would you like a drink? Is that alright? It's like Vic Reeves' big night out in here. Alright, let's just check this photograph. Let's check this photograph. Oh, that's <laughs> not me, is it? Did I really hit on this poor girl? Where's my other hand? It's up my own. Is that the pen you were using for writing autographs? I don't know. You look very handsome there, Steve. <laughs> that must have been a long time ago. I've got really short hair. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not. It's not in the comb over. <laughs> it's in now. <laughs> Uh, Japanese version is actually called Ringu. Fucking hell! I he served John Cleese in the wine shop a few weeks ago. Oh, Richard served John Cleese in the wine shop a few weeks ago. Hope he did the German joke. Yeah, <laughs> Ministry of Funny Wines. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing who you meet in shops. I've met a lot of famous people in shops. Not in Gorgi. No, not in Gorgi. In St Andrews, I saw Columbo in a chip shop. I did. Peter Falk. Peter Falk, and you know what chip shop it was. It was David's and Lucas. You know, Dave's chip shop and yeah, Lucas. I don't believe you. It's. F- oh. Why would that not be true? Because he's fucking. He was. How old was he when Colombo was going on? This that was, was in about, the seventies. This was about fifteen years ago. Yeah, so he would have been about eighty years old. No, no, not at all. I am not a liar. I saw Peter Falk in Dave's chip shop in Lucas. He all was right, playing. What else have you seen? He was playing what the band. He was playing the bandit. <laughs> <laughs> He's kissing a drown whilst playing the bandit. He was playing golf. <laughs> not in the chip shop. Yeah, fucking bald faced liar. Where's my get my sample? It's gone, it's gone. Uh who else have I seen in shops? Oh, I've seen Frank Cannon in the baked potato shop. I've no idea who that is. Frank Cannon. Doesn't matter how I'll you say, say it. it. I still I'll don't say, know it. I'll say it again. Frank Cannon. Don't know who he is. Uh God, um Ironside. <laughs> yeah. You're such a liar. I've seen Ironside in the baked potato what, was shop. Was it like a, a fucking a busload of seventies uh, yes. detectives came across from America? Yes, they were playing golf. All oh, that happened to be in the chip shop in the Guard Bridge. Oh, that was playing the, the bandit. That was kissing. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking bald faced liar. Oh, it's true. He was in the baked potato shop and he was getting chili potato. <laughs> Uh, Peter Falk is still going strong, yeah. Fuck, fuck you. Uh, make the block. No, be- I'm not saying he's not still alive. I'm just saying that he doesn't play the bandit in the <laughs> in the Garbridge <laughs> chip shop. I, he wasn't playing the bandit. He was getting food from the chip shop in Garbridge. He was. Uh, I've also seen. Imagine that. Yeah, give me like. A, <laughs> well, you got a king rib there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly. What, that's exactly what was true. Hmm. And I but do you think if we could get one of the listeners to nip out and get us a wee takeaway? <sighs> is, there any, is there any listeners in Edinburgh? Uh, no. Get no. somebody to go to the deep sea. Oh, that would be sweet. <laughs> we won't see the like of those days again. We should have a minute silence for the deep sea. <laughs> God. Uh, God, speaking of, you know there was a three minute silence yesterday for the, the whole scenario. I observed it. I didn't know about it, right? And I got up in the morning and I put the radio on and there was no stations. Mm, yeah. I was winging down the dial. Mm. I thought it was the end of the world. Mm. I got a fright. I was going, oh, God. <sighs> I didn't know about it. How did you know about it? Because I just happened to be listening to the radio. All oh, right. Okay. Which Raymond said, Burr. No, no. It was Raymond Burr that I saw in the chip shop, in the baked mm. potato shop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I saw Clint Eastwood. Uh, but how did, how did he... Uh, JT's was How the did they see him if he was in his wheelchair from he's above not re- the counter? He's, he's not really in a wheelchair. Oh, right. At the time when he was there, he was Frank Cannon, as opposed to Ironside. Right. TV cops. So who's Raymond Burr, then? That's the actor who played Frank Cannon and Ironside. Right. I saw... He's <laughs> <laughs> getting beyond you, this. I saw... Uh, Sorry, I just assumed that he was called Ironside. No, that's just a character he played. 
It's a character that Cannon played. No, it's a character that Raymond Burr played. So who's this guy, Cannon? Frank Cannon was another character that Raymond Burr played. He was a really fat detective, Andy Fordham size. Right. And he used to have bits at the start with him running down the street. Running to the garbage chip shop. I saw Clint Eastwood down the harbour when I was digging a hole. When I was working there. This is absolutely true, right? Yeah, right. Check this out. This is a true story, right? He was trying to charter a boat to Miami. Believe me, this is not... Or was he fishing in the Canes Burn? But you've got to realise a lot of famous people come to St Andrews and, yeah, they, and they walk but, about. But I don't believe they go down the harbour and fish in the Knesburn and I don't believe they go to the garbage chip shop. But I never said they fished in the Knesburn, that's you. Well, the Knesburn is the harbour. Well, the harbour is the harbour, the Knesburn is the Knesburn. The Knesburn wouldn't, the, the harbour wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the Knesburn. Yeah, it doesn't mean they're the same thing. It does. It doesn't. It means one the Beatles wouldn't exist if, 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 if Elvis hadn't been there, but it doesn't mean they're the same thing. Yeah, but the Beatles wouldn't exist if they didn't have instruments. <laughs> Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> True. Right, I saw Peter Falk in a chip shop. I saw fucking Raymond Burr in the baked potato shop. And I saw Clint Eastwood down the harbour when I worked there digging a hole as a labourer. I looked up and he was standing at the top of the hole looking down at me. What, with a shovel full of concrete? <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> I had the shovel full of concrete. And I went like this. I went, right. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Is that three shovelfuls or four? Famous people walk around St Andrews. It's a fact. Mm. And they go into chip shops. And they go into woolen shops. Okay, we better fire through some of these messages before we start hitting each other. Uh, what is a king rib supper, Steve? Pete wouldn't reveal the horror of it to me. It is barbecued pork wrapped in a tasty batter enclosure. <laughs> tasty batter being the... The... Word, <laughs> yeah, God, uh, yeah. I've never actually, I've never, <laughs> I've never eaten one, but I have. They're really good. I had a, I had a thing called a chip steak the other day. Mm, so in my book, that's a, well, that's one rung below the. It is, it is right because you know what happened. This is true. Right? I ate it. I went to bed and I vomited, <laughs> and it came back up whole. It's fucking terrible. I have never eaten that fucking chip shop again. Yeah, that's not good. That is a really bad chip shop, man. Uh, Kelly says, Scary dude stood with us, had every beta band realise. Promo 12-inch CD King Biscuit Tin. King Biscuit Tin. King Biscuit Time stuff. I wanted it all signing. Yeah. Uh, You get them. (laughs) Yeah. Hams to me constantly. Uh, Elton Wellsby and Peter Hook, not together, but they're... I think you're missing a section. Excuse me, sorry, this is from Ruthie. Oh, you're not. Uh, Elton Wellsby and Peter Hook, not together, but they're my shop celebrities. My in-shop celebrities. All right, celebrities you've seen in shops, yeah, of course. Elton Wellsby, sports pundit. I don't know. Uh, Was asked by the girl behind the counter to sign his credit card purchase. Elton asks, who should I write it to? Oh, that's such such a tired old celeb joke when they do that, isn't it? Especially if they're not... Especially if you don't know who they are. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen celebrities in a shop? Adamant. Yeah, but you were chasing him. I wasn't chasing him. I was trying to get... He was standing in the mirror in front of me. I, I was standing there before he was, trying on something. He fucking stood in front of me. He was trying to squeeze this tiny leather jacket over his fat fucking gut. <laughs> We saw Marco. Yeah, we did, yeah. On a fucking building site. 
No. no it was like fucking, they were redoing the front of a shop, and he was standing in the middle of it. What, me and you? Me and you. He was just walking, he was just walking down the road like we were. Well, it must have been at that point then, because I thought he was standing in the middle of the building site. No, 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 you, it was a shop, it was like an overhang of the shops, and there was a pavement on one side, and then you could walk down the, the sort of arcade bit. But, well. but weren't they building in no, the I shop? Think so. was, oh well. I think so. He was just standing there with his, one of his pals, one of his old punk pals. What's his name, Marco? Peroni. Peroni, yeah. And you didn't even give him the punk sign either. What's that? Something like that. <laughs> Yeah, in, in in the halls of great parts. I was there too. <laughs> he's he's not going to rate as one of the greats, I'm afraid. I'm afraid uh, that's just due to your snobbery, I'm afraid. It's just due to the fact. Not very good. Not very good. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. Yeah, he was there. He was one of the boys. He was one of the ants. He was one of the ants, but before that he was one of the boys. Was he in Susie and the Manchies? He was, yeah. At one point. Mm. Yeah. And he was in The Flowers of Romance as well. Yeah. Is that really a group or just... Just an idea. <laughs> it, is, it is, isn't it? It's like some band that did one gig in the rocks here or something. Well. Sid Vicious <coughs> on drums. Yeah. You always read about Sid Vicious on drums. Mm. So it was a romance. It was just a load of... Pesh. Just a load of drunks. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your band. Well, yeah, I can't fault you there. Just a load of drunks. <laughs> just a load of drunks. Uh, any good music DVDs? Not music and DVDs, just music DVDs. Mm. Uh, I can't say DVD, it creates a sort of resonance in my brain. DVD. It's a certain DVD. <laughs> it's a certain... I don't know, I'd never really buy music DVDs. How many lies can you fit into one <laughs> sentence? <laughs> Go on then. It's like the famous one. I don't really watch TV. <laughs> I watch a lot less TV than you think I do, that's for sure. Which means you spend four hours in the day not watching it. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> Much more than that. All you've got to do is look over there. And yeah, but I don't really have any music DVDs, not many. It's got fucking millions. Yeah, not anything that these people would like. <laughs> you've got hundreds of Clash and Pistol ones there. Yeah, yeah, because that's the things I like. Well, they're, uh, some of them are quite good, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they're all really good. But... These, you know, that was ages ago. Like I said, we went into the garage with the Clash t-shirt on. Clash, that was ages ago. <laughs> yeah, but it's still interesting. Is it? Yeah. All right, then. You seem to think so. <laughs> you seem to think so. I'm not fucking bothered. No, I'm just saying that this person wants to be... Uh, All right, any good music DVDs? Uh, Worst Way to the World. Good one. Well, have you got any? No. Uh, Mo- <laughs> Motley Crue? I don't have The that. Epic Years? I wish I had that, but I don't have it. <laughs> I don't think I have one music DVD. Twig, you got any music DVDs? Uh, Who's that? It's, uh, it's a collaboration of like, famous drummers that have done like samples and shit that have been well. They've done recordings that have been sampled by a lot of people. Ah. And then it's like turntables, like mm. jam and wire and stuff. Mm. Like, See, modern, modern. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know anything about that. There's a really good documentary, actually, which is kind of a music DVD. It's called Style Wars, and it's from 1982, and it's probably the it's the original hip hop documentary. It was filmed in uh, the Bronx, in New York, in in 82, and it's kind of all about the hip hop scene, about graffiti and breakdancing, and uh, it's a f- not only is it a documentary about something that I love, but it's actually a fantastic documentary as well. Mm. Superb, I'd recommend that. It's called Style Wars. 
sort of based on Star Wars. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, uh, I'm going to have to go and get a drink, which means I'll have to play which some music. Get up, ye. I'll, fi- I'll find your song while well, this is on. Number 12. Oh, it'll be in the received files section. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
nation to the world. The nation will rally together, I say. The land where we live will be glorious. At that time, the Lord will bring back a remnant of his people. For the second time, return them to the land of Israel from Ashra. Upper and lower Egypt, Ethiopia, Elam, Babylonia, Hamid and all the destiny and coastal land of Babylon. finished I have a mouthful of crisps do apologise about that just to get round of it I'll play some you're tuned to Old Jock Radio here's Les Old Jock Radio you're tuned to Old Jock Radio yay you're still tuned to Old Jock Radio, KY16 FM, coming live from Gorgie with my good friends, little Stevie Munson and the Twigmeister. Uh, I actually actually haven't given out the um, number for, if you want to get in touch, if you're listening and not speaking to us, you want to do the MSN thing, it's P-E-T-E-R-A-N-K-I-N at blueyonder.co.uk. That's P-E-T-E-R-A-N-K-N at blueyonder.co.uk and it's five past eleven doing time checks. What does that mean? It's just conventional radio pish that I've always shied away from. Woo! Uh, So, I fixed... Oh, God, bang the microphone. I fixed my receiving end so you can send me your shite now. Uh, I didn't see you do that. Sheer genius. Really? Pushed a few buttons. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we had server pro- problems today. Nothing was working, but luckily Joanne did the thing that she does. I don't really know what it is. The fiddling, Effort. the twiddling of buttons and everything was working out tonight. Uh, hopefully, God, still trying to get Gordon on the show. When are we ever going to get Gordon on the show? I saw him today and uh, he was too scared to come. Did you invite him along tonight? Mm-hmm. Why is he too scared to come? He says... Uh, he did a radio thing in Amsterdam, and then he listened to it, and he said that he sounded really camp when he spoke on the radio. <laughs> yeah, but that's proper radio. We're old jock radio. Uh, yeah, but he's just too... I'm sure he'll come, but... Uh, be a great guest to have. Well, I've tried. I've, I've uh, When I had a car, I offered to drive through, pick him up, get him on the show, and drive, really? him, drive him home. God. But yeah. he was still... reticent. Mm. I'm sure you will do it. Um, do I have Skype? The free telephony thingy? No, I have no... I don't even know what that means, Richard. Must be some American thing. 
Richard's in a whorehouse. Yeah, Andy's in a whorehouse. <laughs> Sorry, Richard, that's just our little... With a pabab. Just our little joke. What What the hell are you doing in America, Richard? Are you visiting his folks, I think, in uh, Florida. I thought Richard's folk lived in London. Um, Maybe he's in a whorehouse. Are you in a whorehouse, Richard? I don't know. Oh, spazzy bystander. We've not heard from him tonight. He's sending some shite. I just wonder if... Um, I just accept spazzy shite. Just wondering if... Uh, oh, Gordon's not online tonight. He, Gordon always sends... When I do the send in the shite, Gordon always sends me the same thing. But it's a file that's got different names. Right. And I say, send in your song or something, and I get this thing, and it's got a name, and I switch it on, and it just goes... And I, I get tricked every time. I go, oh, you sent something. I'll play it. And I play it. And it's that fucking file again. <laughs> you heard that one? <laughs> I'll uh, maybe play it. It's not shite enough. What? Well, we're going to start playing your shite quite soon. Uh, okay. Boonbeams. The mm-hmm. Ever Keen. Mm-hmm. Les, have you seen the Crazy Eyes Killer? Curb Your Enthusiasm episode with Larry Davis freestyling. Steve, that would be the best episode to start off with. Steve's seen it. I've only seen... We've both only seen the first season. Yeah, but the thing is, <coughs> the DVD you lent me, the first DVD didn't work. No. So I haven't seen them all. Oh. How strange. Because I, I played them all. I've watched them all recently. Oh, really? There was three DVDs. I think some up with my DVD player. Mm. But Crystal Voyager is a film about surfing. Uh, it was, I think it was made in the must probably the early seventies in California. And I, I'm not sure how easy it is to get. But I taped it off the TV a while ago, and uh, it's a great film. It's got some amazing surfing footage in it. You're talking about. I don't really like surfing, but it's a great. It's a great film. It's a sort of documentary, and it's got. Uh, it's got a section where um, they play the whole of metal, Pink Floyd song, and it's like just this sort of the bell comes in, and there's this whole sequence of surfing yeah. and that. It's, it's very beautiful. Metal's great. Uh, with Gordon, do what the A team do with Mr. T. Get him on a plane, fool. Mm. Well, I've got to go over to where does Gordon stay? But I don't even say. I have to go over <laughs> to where Gordon stays and uh, drug him. <laughs> And bring him back. Actually, I'm going to play um, a track by Gordon later on because he was kind enough to send me all his LPs, mm. which I thought was very nice. And I've been giving them heavy rotation and listening to them, and I think they're they're all right. No, they're really. <laughs> Some of it is totally amazing. Some of it's really funny. Some of it just goes right over my head. But then again, I'm you just never play my stuff, do you? Yeah, I do. What King Bush at time? Yeah. You don't. I do so. Play some now then. Right. <laughs> I, I I'll just have to find it. <laughs> it's somewhere. I've got it. It's, it's out the back under an old mattress. <laughs> I never play it when you're on the show because I always think that you don't like me to do that. I haven't heard it for a long time. Play it. All right. I will. Challenge ranking. <laughs> oh, easy done. Uh, okay. Spazzy shite has arrived. Uh, Amazon do hiring of DVDs now for bargain prices. We've hired all your, all of Curb Your Enthusiasm for eight quid. Wow. Do they get sort of delivered? You have to send them back and stuff. That's oh, crazy, isn't that's it? That's a hoo-ha, isn't it? But maybe they pick it up again. If they came round with a little guy. Here's your Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
See, I told you visiting my folks. We have a house in Florida. I got thrown out of the whole house. God, I'd love to go to Florida with Richard and his folks. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Florida Keys. I think Andy went. Oh, yeah. It's a crazy, crazy world. Steve should do some life coaching on Gordon. There's not a lot I could teach him. Gordon and his brothers were on Radio Scotland over Christmas, and he wouldn't talk because he was afraid he sounded camp. What's this camp thing? Uh, I can't get into that. What, does he speak like this or something? Shut it, right, listen, here's another song. He doesn't do that. Well, what's wrong with camp anyway? There's nothing wrong with camp. Camp is what we live for. Play Gordon's Screaming Thing. One title was was Ginger Darth Vader. It was. I'll see if I can uh, find it. Actually, I'll see if I can find it now. Uh, This is is the file that Gordon always sends me. Steve, take the show. Um... See, this is what happens. <coughs> I was uh, swallowing my bloody Pringles. Right, I'll do it. Oh, fuck, I can't find it. I'll find it while I'm playing uh, the next track. Which is King Biscuit Time. Uh, okay, I will play <laughs> I will play King Biscuit Time. I don't time. believe you've got any. Oh, okay, right, how much do you want to bet? Uh, a pound. See, you don't have it. Oh, right, it's possibly in the beta band section. It's in the goth section. <laughs> in, the, in the never play section. Uh, oh, there you go. Ah, okay. All right. Very good. Happy. Mm-hmm. Which one? Um, well, since you're gonna play it, let's play "I Love You." <laughs> Oh. 
Time followed by the Lone, Pigeon. the Lone Pigeon, Wee Gordon Anderson. And Don't call him Wee, he won't like that. Oh Christ, sorry, Big Gordon Anderson and his camp vocal stylings. <laughs> I'm only kidding for Christ's sake. Do anything to get him on this show, but he just won't come. It's just confidence, I think. He's got nothing to be unconfident about. I know. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. He's not even tuned in tonight. 
Oh, fuck, I was going to look for that file that he sent me. And <laughs> play so much it. to do, so little. I know, we sat here during those two songs, Tuna Fat, and I should have been working. I do apologise. Uh, Joanna says she could have got a bus over to Edinburgh today, if only she'd been feeling well. From Ireland to Edinburgh? That's, uh... What kind of bus journey would that be? What kind of is a special flying bus? A spazzy bus. <laughs> a spazzy bus. I could have got a spazzy bus over. <laughs> What's the fucking spazzy bus? <laughs> you don't know what the spazzy bus is? No. It's the bus that all the spazzies used to get to school. Oh, it's such a bad word. Yeah, it is, but... We used to have a department in my school called the Springers. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, you would have been in the same school. Do you remember, like the the, the spazzy department at school? They had the sort of, They had a sort of enclosure for them. Yeah, <laughs> remember that. But listen, here's the rub. Here's the fucking rub, right? You were in it. I was. I know you were in the fifth year. Yeah, I was put into the fucking spazzy department. In the fifth year, you lasted that long. Fourth, no, f- yeah, oh, I had. I went halfway through fifth year in the spazzies mm-hmm. because I was too young to leave school. What did you say to them after fourth year? I when they said to you, "You staying on, Pete?" You went, "Aye." I'm staying on. I'm. I want to move down the spazzies. <laughs> no, I feel. Uh, I feel uh, I could bring a certain <laughs> unit quiet to the class, and I, I want a challenge. I like a challenge. Move me to the spazzies, and I'll. I'll do my best. I'll make you all proud. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stay on in fifth year and then move to the spazzies. You just get booted out. Well, just let me tell you how it happened. Okay, please. Sorry, please do. What happened was uh, my birthday is on the cusp. Leap year. <laughs> I'm only twelve. Uh, my birthday's on the cusp, so I was too. <laughs> the leaving cusp, so I was too young right, legally yeah. to leave school. Yeah, and too old to to be educated. <laughs> but I'd already done fourth year. Right. Yeah. But I was too thick to go to the clever bit. Yeah. So they put me in the Springers, the Spazzies. I did six months in the Spazzies. With a kid with half a head and stuff. She's imagine that in the chip shop. I just come out the spazzies. <laughs> I've got nowhere to stay. Getting <laughs> <laughs> the spazzies, I Just come out like... You know, bend down in the shower in the spazzies. Oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, it was interesting. It was. Um, we got to make model boats out of paper. And we got the, the, the class that everyone wanted, the hallowed class, mo- moped. Do you ever see people doing moped? Oh, yeah. I did moped in yeah, the spazzies. Yeah, yeah, Brilliant. Oh, God. The cones. Yeah, you got to you got to drive a moped around the playground. It's fucking brilliant, though, eh? Did you get to do that? No, did I fuck? We just saw all the monkeys doing it. <laughs> I was in the monkey class. <laughs> Me and Scott Todd, Reg Fenton, who's dead now. Uh, <laughs> God, a lot of, it's just such a strange thing to be in. And you got to smoke in class. Really? Got to smoke in class, it's true. Really? God, it's incredible. That is incredible. One of the teachers, I can't remember his name, he used to come up and he'd come in and go, Smoke him if you got him! I remember I was uh, so th- bad at maths, so stupid, I got moved to the sort of monkey class at maths. Yeah. And every day the teacher would walk into the class with a smile and a briefcase full of hopes for everyone. And everyone would start going on the desk. We want a video. We want a video. And, and that would go on until the teacher went out of the class and wheeled in the video machine and we watched Starting Out. Do you remember that? Oh. Starting Out. Starting Out. All about these skinheads that used to go glue sniffing and 
Eat chocolate blancmange. Oh, Jesus. So awful, man. So awful. Yeah. It's funny because I met this school teacher. You know, I did the talk at the Kokori High School. Yeah. Well, I met a school teacher and uh, I was talking about my school days and I didn't realise how much it affected me until I started talking about it. And it actually used to make me feel dirty inside. I used to come home from school every day and have a shower to try and rid myself of the reek of school. I really... I felt infected by that place. Uh, I well, really hated it. I I, I stopped going. Really? Nice when I was know. in the when I was in the mung bean class, uh, I stopped going. Instead of going to school, this is what I used to do. I used to take a book, put it in my school bag, and leave. And walk instead of going to school, I'd walk into the country about three miles to this cornfield. Mm-hmm. I'd wade into the middle of the cornfield where it was like neck high, yeah. and I'd sit down in the middle of it and read. And then at like half past three. Put the book back in my satchel. Fucking walk back what, home. What did you used to read? I remember reading Z for Zachariah. What's that? It's a really bad science fiction, but I used to read all sorts of things. I used oh. to have the. But the tragic thing about that is you were learning so much more than you would have <laughs> yeah. done if you'd gone to school. I know. Uh, I had the Reader's Digest sort of book of everything. It was mm. huge. It was massive. The Sun Book of Facts. <laughs> Well, that's what I used to do. Read it, read it in a day. And I did that for months, and my mum started getting letters. I wasn't attending school. All just to sit in the mung bean class and fucking make paper boats and yeah, smoke. Yeah. Absolutely. And I got, and in the end, when I got forced to go back, I got expelled. And, uh, really? Got expelled by Mr. Hodge. Ah, uh, Sammy. For my clothes. The great Sammy Hodge. So Whose brother was a punk? Whose son was a punk? Les, great guy. Yeah. Les Hodge. Love him. I see him. I see Les Hodge like every five years. I mm. bump into him someplace. Yeah. He's never changed. Still a punk. Oh, he's kind of um, <laughs> punkabilly. He's a punkabilly. If you know what I mean. Because I remember John Gibbs talking about him. Yeah. He used to say, "I used to go, go to these rockabilly clubs when Sammy Hodge's son was there." Oh, yeah, Les. Yeah. Les was cool. He always had great brothel creepers. <laughs> and handed well, down to him by his father. His father was all right, actually. But Sammy Hodge was all right. He was all right. He expelled me and um, for my. But he cl- let you smoke a fag while he was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he expelled me for my clothes, and it's quite a funny story because I, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was standing in the hallway in my full punk glory, mm. right, standing there. And I hadn't been in school for weeks, mm. talking to someone, and I heard his voice. This is the headmaster at the other end of the hall going, "You there, you Jesus Christ! What do you think you're doing? Coming in, class like." And I remember saying to the person I was standing next to him, Ooh, you cunt, somebody's fucking in for it now. <laughs> and I stood there and I watched him coming screaming down the hallway and I thought, Oh, you bastard. Jesus Christ, cut that really fine. That's, uh, God, what's for me? his name again? Ivor Cutler Yellow Fly. Stephen's in the bog now, so he's complaining that I'm not playing enough of his tracks. But I'm going to play some of the shite that's come down. Moonbeams, can you play my Sun Showers tune, please? With Gordon... Ho- oh, sorry, yeah. Okay, I will play his Sun Showers tune if I can find it. I've got three copies of the gl- Green Lantern. How does that work? I have no idea. Z for Zachariah was on the curriculum when I was in school, too. It wasn't pish. Can someone remind me what Z for Zachariah was about? When did you leave school? Ninety-six. I left school in nineteen eighty. Fucking hell! Jesus. Scary. What did they make you read? Uh, uh, Sunset Song and uh, Death of a Salesman. Death of a Salesman was really 
Well, that's that's proper books. I don't know what sunsets are. I know what Death of a Salesman is. Uh, Ruthie says good night. Good night, little sweetheart. Okay, let's play uh, Boonbeam's track, Sunshares. I don't even know what this is or where it's come from. Or Maya. Maya. Who's Maya? Was that missing in action? Okay, here we go. I bungo with my lingo and beat it like a wing, yo. To combo, to Colombo, can't stereotype my thing, yo. I salt and pepper my mango, shoot spit at the window. Do you pronounce it Maya? 
MIA? I don't know. Who cares? Sun shows. Sent in by Boone Beans. Do you like that? Yeah, it's pretty good. But the chorus thing reminds me of Ghost Showers by Ghostface Killer. So which came first? And it'd be interesting to know. You think? So is that a new tune? That is it? Interesting. Uh, Al didn't like it. He described it as fucking pish. Really? Uh, Which is, it's not a good review. It's not accurate either. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all a matter of opinion. I'll, I'll remain on the fence. Because I haven't got a clue what I'm talking about. Um, good night, Ruthie. Sleep tight. Uh, Have a nice wank here. <laughs> Off to bed. Oh, that's outrageous. Um... Zed for Zachariah, the debate goes on. Who's read it? Who hasn't? Seemingly the only person left alive after a nuclear war. A 16-year-old girl is relieved to see the, see a man arrive into her valley. Ooh, I bet she is. <laughs> Until she realises that he is a tyrant and she must somehow escape. That was the book I read in the cornfield. Mm. Funny, I couldn't remember jack shit mm. about it. You probably erased it from your hard drive. It wasn't very good. Uh, I don't know. I've got a lot of crap on my fucking hard drive. Yeah, but that's good crap. I don't know. I can't think. What was the last book you read? The last book I read was the John Ronson book. Oh, right, okay. Can I read, borrow that of you? Yes. Because uh, I'm desperate for reading material. It's good. I read it in about two or three days. <laughs> Constantly. Yes. I do most of my reading in the toilet. Mm. Whilst pinching a loaf. Don't, don't look at me like that as if I've never read in the toilet. Huh? I've never read in the toilet. Oh, shut up. You have so I weird. usually pick up the book and then it's all over. And it gets all covered in brown. Well, I don't, <laughs> re- I don't have eyes in my ass. Just read it after. Oh, God. All right, well, I read sit it. sit there for half an hour after you've shat. Reading. I do. I do. This is a great book. <laughs> if I want a good bit. <laughs> my arse is blue. Uh, I just I read most of that Clash book in the toilet. That's just tragic. I find it hard to read in bed. I'm reading this Pink Floyd book at the moment, and it's huge. It's too unwieldy to, mm. you know, comfortably read in bed. But that's why God gave you two legs. For? Parting them to make a sort of cradle for the book to nestle in. Oh, well, I was sitting in bed with my legs parted. Yeah. <laughs> reading <laughs> about Roger Whittaker and Pink Floyd. <laughs> Roger Whittaker, Nick Mason, <laughs> and his history of the Ferrari. <laughs> Fuck off, you cunt. I hate all that, I really do. You don't like cars? I, no, it's not I don't like cars, I just, I hate his sort of millionaire rock star thing for cars. I find it really unpalatable, unpleasant, you know. <clears throat> Seeing him at some racetrack and all the gear. Fucking overgrown accountant. Architect, in fact. Truth be known. Mm. Anyway, I've stuck the boot into someone. I'm happy. That's why you've got piles of less sitting on the pan too long. That could be true. Can you get piles from that? Well, people used to tell me you could get piles from sitting on cold floors, but that's actually a lie, isn't it? I don't know, because I've got piles now. You don't. I do. Right now, you've got piles. Not right this moment, but they come and go. What, strange things stick out of your ass. <laughs> well, yeah. Really? Well, pi- you know, not, they're not major ones. Hemorrhoids, mate, hemorrhoids. 
Uh, but it's they come and go, you know, like the wind. Like, like, like. She's love. like the wind and piles. She comes and goes. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's varicose veins in your arsehole. Basically, <sighs> you never had piles. Wait till you're my age, pal. You'll get them. I get. I think I got them from sitting on the harbour wall, <laughs> straining too hard, or maybe sitting too long in the toilet reading books. I don't know. Oh come on! You look like you're so disgusted by. Piles. I think probably 50% of the population have hemorrhoids. Really? The problem with hemorrhoids is the name of the cream. Anusol. You're not going to go and ask for that, are you? I'm not. I'd rather suffer. They bleed from time to time as well. Not, not mine. <laughs> but apparently. Have you seen that advert on the telly? That shouldn't happen with the guy. Toilet. I can't believe you're still talking about this and everyone in the whole fucking world has gone silent. Oh, you're just off on your own little pile fucking pipe. <laughs> I wish I did have a pile pipe. It would help me get rid of them. Tell me about Keith Murray then. I can't help it. I'm drunk now. I'm quite likely to say anything. <laughs> You've got that slightly glazed, aggressive expression which Rich used to master so well. I'm not aggressive. Oh. <laughs> uh, Except when you, when you knew you had to like not say anything, or else you'd fly off into one. Yeah, well, you just go on, on and on and on. And Is that on. what I'm doing? Yeah, but piles though. He used to go on and on and on about other things. Like but you what? happen to have chosen piles. I've chosen piles tonight. Yeah, I, I won't say another word. You will get piles if you squeeze too hard. <laughs> Ask the doctor to look at them. It won't be embarrassing for you. Not with my medical history. That's absolutely true. <laughs> Uh, it's not embar- it's, it's not embarrassment that stops God, me. They know you so well, don't they? It's <laughs> yeah, they horrible. Do. Yeah, they do. It's not uh, it's not the embarrassment that stops me do- going it. It's just I can't face another Doctor. scenario to add to my healthy canon of embarrassing medical moments. Arsenal of pain. <laughs> yeah, I just can't face any more literally of that. Arsenal of pain. <laughs> literally, man. Literally. Um, so yeah, I just have to suffer piles. I haven't been squeezing too hard. <coughs> pushing too hard, I don't know. You're pushing too hard. You're pushing too hard. Who did that You're then? pushing too hard on me. The seeds. <sighs> Must be, I know a song by the vibrators that's like that. Really? Keith Murray. did that in 1966. Oh, well, maybe, maybe they covered it. Keith Murray, well-respected hip-hop artist. Keith. Probably, possibly one of his finest moments. Who's the guy with the puppet? Is that not Keith Murray? I wish I could fly way up That's in the sky. Keith, um, Keith, Keith Harris. Harris. Remember, he was in Panto. Where's your career? It's behind you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that, that's what was in the review. Uh, you get powers from sitting on cold surfaces because it causes your arse veins to constrict. You see? You are speaking from experience, by the way. Yeah. You, know. you wouldn't know that if you... Uh, yeah, you'd only know that if you'd had them. Are you sure Twig is there? He's very quiet. Are you stoned again, Twig? He's got a broken microphone, to be honest, uh, which I will rectify next time. Uh, just walk into the doctors and say, plainly say, Doctor, I've got a case of the body grapes. Help us out. Bum grapes. They're not at that level. It's just a single grape. Uh, arse plum. Will you play my track? I can't... 
I've actually got a button for that. Oh, interesting. <laughs> your show. Tell us some of your interesting medical complaints. Um, I haven't really had any. Well, you're a fucking lucky man. Yet. Uh, once you get to my age, mate. But you've been having them since you were about 12 years old. Uh, yeah, true. Keith Murray.
Jock Records proudly presents, in conjunction with the Buckfast Singers, the best drunken party album in the world ever, Volume 4, brings you all your favourite party hits. Kung Fu Fighting with Real Fighting. Queen's Flash. It's back to the 80s with Do They Know It's Christmas. Daddy was a bank robber. First 500 copies of the best drunken dancing album in the world ever comes with free chicken disc. So whether you're staying in alone with a couple of cans and a Chinese, or you've got the boys around for a night in of heavy drinking, the best drunken party album in the world ever, Volume 4, is your essential party tool. Make this a special Christmas with a bottle of Glen Havoc's finest fighting whiskey. Matured in metal drums, this blend of industrial alcohols guarantees you a Christmas that you won't remember, but that your friends and family, they'll never forget. Oh, we just thought we'd play those little adverts once again for those of you who missed them uh, first time round on the Old Truck Radio Christmas special. We're into the last ten minutes here, soon to be wind up time. Steve, Les, Twig, what are your best albums of 2004? Sorry, I can't go on for an hour without hearing a list of some sort read aloud. Come on. No? Probably the Outcast album. Okay. But probably something else, to be honest, but that's the one that I immediately thought of. Okay. That was a work of unparalleled genius. But there must be something else that's probably better than that. Twig? Best album of the year? (laughs) (laughs) It's a total apathy here in the Old Jack Radio studio. Well, name one. I know what yours was. The reissue of London Calling. No, it wasn't. <laughs> My best album of the year is Shatner's Has Been, without a doubt. It's not been bettered. Mine was actually the Paul Weller one, the new one. <laughs> oh, suck my <laughs> cock. <laughs> Fucking I know Paul that your Weller. listeners love Paul Weller. Yeah, he goes down well, so I've heard. Neil joins us in the last ten minutes. Oh, God. He wants the link for how he can tune in. Oh, dear God. What's the point? It's over in seven minutes. Oh, oh God, no. Uh, yeah, God, well, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll send him the link. <laughs> I'll tell him to go to OJR. I'll tell him to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've told him to go to... Uh, oh, God, I've actually started sending him the Shatner track by accident. How the hell did that happen? Um, 
God, cancel that. I don't mean to send him it. Fucking hell. Neil comes in on the last ten, ten fucking minutes, and I promised to play. Uh, I better play it now, otherwise I will be in the bad books. Uh, this is ill, ill-gotten gains. Excuse me, Mister Cool.
Christ, that caught me. Uh, caught me off guard. We're gonna run an. E- we're gonna have to fucking run an extra five minutes because I've forgotten to play someone's track, and they're gonna get really upset. Which apparently is a Arab strap doing "You Shook Me All Night Long." How's that gonna work? You saw ACDC, Steve, didn't you? Was this you giving me the fucking silence? Either? I saw ACDC. Yeah. If there's one band I could like to see, it would be them. They were absolutely brilliant. Best <coughs> band I've ever seen, ever. Really? Mm. They were awesome. Where was that? Wembley Arena. Oh, I saw Zappa in Wembley Arena. And uh, that was a sad experience, never to be repeated. Uh, Neil joins us. Hello, Neil. You've joined us for the last ten, ten seconds of the show, actually, so... I don't know where you are these days till this time, and I used to tune in all the time. He's got a girlfriend now. <laughs> He's got a life. Uh, I'm sure lots of people out there in Old Shot Radio Land have significant others. Uh, apparently, rumour has it that David Icke is going to be on Celebrity Big Brother. I thought you were going to say the Ikester then. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Ikester! The Ike Man! Yeah. The Ike Man cometh. Uh, I'd just like to say that uh, if you don't know about David Icke, check out his website because he's got one of the best websites. So much information on it, isn't there? So much rubbish. <laughs> it's not rubbish. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on it, and once you click on that, you just uh, you can be on it for hours. Mm. I fear the Ike website because once I get on it and start reading, mm. life becomes... Uh, Null and void. Frightening. Uh, Richard says, why haven't you played my track? I've not been able to crowbar all the tracks in tonight. We're in the last... No, it's finished, actually, the show. <laughs> the show's over. Uh, so Richard, I promise I will play the track next week. But, you know, we get sent so much stuff. Get out of the whorehouse, man. It's really hard to fit everything in. I do apologize. Rich, there's a pabab waiting here for you, by the way. Uh, we ordered a few in. thought you were coming over. Uh, Joanne says, David Icke's poo-pooed the celebrity big brother thing. He's not going to be on it. How does she know all this stuff? She I seems to know everything about Joanne everything. Joanne does know everything about, about everything. everything. Yeah. She's, How? I don't know. Cause she's, she's she's just one of those ladies. Complex and salacious. Is she? So she says. They asked him, but they would have censored him, so he told them to fuck off. Quite right. Do you think they would have censored him? Yeah. Why? Because he thinks the Queen's a lizard. <laughs> That's not why. She She must be a lizard if they would have censored him. <laughs> oh, I just. Why would you censor someone? Oh, well, they censor everyone. It's not true. They don't. Just, I mean, don't, don't just censor David Icke. They censor everyone on Big Brother. Yeah, but not because they say the Queen's a lizard. Well, I don't know. Come on, think about it. Okay. <laughs> no, I still can't go along with it. Uh, no, they censor everyone. Thinking. I am thinking really fucking. I look at the veins. I can't see any. No, the Ike man isn't going to be on Celebrity Big Brother. The Ikester. Yeah, I think that's a sh- real shame. Yeah, but it would kind of be wrong with a man with his with a man with his outlook on you life. You just want Les Dennis again, so you can have a breakdown. Oh, wasn't that beautiful? No, it was awful. Oh, Horrible. it was. I didn't even watch it. Well, he chose to go on there and have a nervous breakdown. I didn't put him on the show. I'm only watching it. You know, don't accuse me. I'm not. <laughs> just in case you do. Uh God. Uh, it started earlier tonight. A bunch of plankton in there. I'm hooked already. 
<laughs> from Boom Beams. Yeah, Boom Beams. Who is on it? Can you tell us? Because yeah. I really want to fucking know. Uh, I really want to know what's the name of the game. No Pababs in West Key West, sadly. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Maybe you can get an organic one. <laughs> uh, every time he spoke, you just hear birdsong. Yeah, that's what they do on Big Brother. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's, well, no, that's what they do in the Celebrity Jungle. I really like to get my fucking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time a decent conversation starts, <laughs> it's so irritating if you're watching it live twenty four seven, which I wasn't with a webcam. <laughs> Daisy says, "Night, night. You've made me giggle this evening. Cheers for the wank pick. <laughs> you're more than welcome, sweetheart." I was wearing underwear and that. Yeah, photograph. brown, brown <laughs> underwear. I was wearing white. All right, I better play this song, or I'm going to get shot. Um, God. God knows, forgive me, Father, for I know not what I do. I'd also like to dedicate this to John. Strap. I think the I think the Hasty Dixie version is better. I have to say. Uh, right, we're wrapping the show up. Before we go, wrapping up, wrapping all the way up. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you know what I did the other day? I was standing in in going to the off license. I'm four cans of still. Hmm. Strangeness. For some reason, the fucking computer shut down. Shut down. Um. I don't know why that happened. That's never happened before. I mean. Do you have that E4? No, I don't. Sadly. You want to watch Big Brother. <laughs> I'm intrigued now. 
The truth is out. Well, sorry about that, people. I don't know why. Um, no, the electricity card didn't run out, which I was worried about because there was only a couple of quid in it. So God knows what's happened. But anyway, it's fuck. It's the end of the show. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah, we've got through it. You're sweating as well. Well, God, I was a bit of a panic there. Really? Well, yeah, fucking right. If you're, if your uh, radio station decides, yeah, radio broadcaster. You know, it's it's the worst of all scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> it's the absolute worst. Uh, as I was just going to say before we got uh, shut shut down there by the powers that be, because uh, we're talking about David Icke and the <laughs> Queen being a lizard. That is probably exactly what's caused it. Uh, I I was standing on Gorgie Road the other day and I started doing old Jock Radio yeses, and I was doing them quietly. I was going yes, yes, trying to find the ultimate yes. Yeah. And I fucking I shouted one and I went yes right across the world, and I turned around and there was a woman standing next to me. Oh. God. What did she say? She went, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes! And then she looked down yeah. before you know it. In the whole yes, 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 uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Christ, we've come back on. Spreading the gospel. Just in time, Lee. Thanks to everyone for joining us in the show. Thank you to Stephen. Thank you. And thank you for young Twigster in the background there with a the broken mic. Thank you. Uh, next time he's on, we'll have a we'll have a proper working mic and hopefully um and a chair as well. We need another chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's okay being over there if you've got a working mic. Well, not really, because you just feel totally out of it. <laughs> That's why I went to sleep last time when I was over there. Do you always do that? But it's, the desk is so small. I was drunk and I consumed a king rib supper. Do you know what we actually need? Is another table and a fucking deep fat fryer. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, another table that we could all sit around. Oh, like we used to have at Glenothis College. Yes, yes, yes. that's what you need. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic, like this with the with the with a mic- a, different colour, different coloured things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I'll see if I can get that together. Oh. I'll just, I'll just. Can I just say before we go? I can, can I just? Can I just say? Can I just stop me there, my wee pal? I keep finding things on Gorgie Road. <laughs> 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 not those little white dog turds that you <laughs> no, no, so no, no. love. No, no, I found today. I uh, I found a twenty-six inch color TV the other week, right? <laughs> Which works. Like two days ago, Where is it? It's in the bedroom. <laughs> I found uh, a monitor, computer monitor, a compact mm. monitor, a good one. Mm. With nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And today, I found two speaker stands. You know, like those. Really, it's incredible. It's amazing. In Japan, they call it gomi. Mm, here they call it black magic. Here they just call it scaffy. Yeah, they call it scum. <laughs> scum scraping out the old. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, we'll be back next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel and all that pish. Uh, oh, that's not the one. You're tuned to Old Jack Radio. Radio. Oh, yeah, you need to do one. Go on then. I don't have any. Ball take many kick before going in goal. If you're heading in the right direction, all you have to do is keep walking. <laughs> Good night. See you all next week. Yeah, that's a wee bit funky there, Dodd. I tell you what, bit on the drum machine. That's a game. I'm moving, do you see? I'm doing it.